It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Is We'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop, John McLean, has come to see his wife. I missed you. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Sit down. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be told a lesson in the real use of power. There is brilliant because I am interested in the $640 million in your vault. As they are ruthless. And I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. Now, the last thing McLean wants... Think, David, think! ...is to be a hero. Where's Howie? Black Where? But he doesn't have a choice. What does he think he's doing? John. They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Anyway, sound like a war to pieces! He's inside? Who is he? Who are you then? You have lost troublesome for a security guard. Sorry, wrong guess, huh? Would you like to go for double jeopardy? Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? some bad news for you, Danos. From up here, it doesn't look like you're in charge of jack shit. I'm Lacey Lou, and we want to welcome to the show for the first time ever, Mr. Dave Parker. Dave, welcome to the party, pal. If this is their idea of Christmas, I gotta be here for New Year's. Fuck you for making me say that. I don't remember how he sounds in the movie. I remember he has those goofy lines. I don't remember how he sounds. All right, when, when, all right. So Dan, Dan made um, us all say that. As you can tell, we were more than enthused to do it. You're welcome. Um, did you say that that was the worst character in the movie? <laughs> he goes the fucking. No, no but he don't have it. He doesn't have the best lines. I mean, Bruce Willis got all the good lines. Him and Hans Gruber. Yeah. <laughs> well, we want to welcome you to the show, Dave. Thank yes. you so much for joining us. I feel like this has been a long time coming. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Happy to be here. And I also want to thank you. Like, um, if nobody knows this, if you do like the secret Satan thing uh, that James um, 
does in 22 shots um, every October. Dave Parker is the best Secret Santa to get, or Secret Satan to get. Crushed it. Definitely. Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> I mean, Scream 4K, like, that was enough just that. Yeah, I was excited when you were opening that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it took forever to come, too. Like, Amazon's yeah. been doing that. Like, it says it's supposed to be in stock, and then, like, two months later, it's actually in stock. <laughs> I, just, I actually just got one myself. I got the non-steel book. Like, I got the Target buy to get one. I haven't watched Scream in forever. Oh, uh, are you excited for the new one? I haven't even watched part four. What are you doing? I'm terrible about latter day sequels. Like I stopped watching sequels after a certain point. What the fuck, Dave? Well, I feel I like you, ha- you have to watch that. I don't like part that. three. Well, no, nobody, nobody does. Everybody hates part three. <laughs> That's why I didn't watch part four and it came out so long. <laughs> I have it. I bought part four, I just didn't watch it yet. Oh man. All right. When you do watch part four, you have to uh get back with us and let us know what you think for sure. Yeah. But I thought part four grows on people. So like the first time I watch it, I won't even like it. And then like a while I have to like <laughs> that's what everybody's like, I didn't really like it the first time. And then after a while I revisited it and it was much better than I remembered. Just watch three prior and then I watch don't that one in your watch three. Just for context. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just for like you'll enjoy it if you do it that way. <laughs> hate the killer in three so bad it, i hate him i have his face pictured in my head when he's standing there with getting shot with a bulletproof vest i'm like why isn't that guy falling down that guy weighs like 100 you pounds. can't fucking kill me roman bridger director brother <laughs> worst character in the franchise <laughs> parker posey's awesome though i don't know there might be a debatable character or two for me for well, there's probably a probably a bunch i don't remember like if you put him i don't remember this character you know what i mean those are probably the worst characters my my favorite is the dude from Not Another Teen Movie who's just, oh, that shit is whack, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he has my favorite line in Scream 3, which is, oh, you motherfucker. Oh, you motherfucker. I say that, my, like, on a daily basis. <laughs> my favorite character in the franchise is uh, Wes Craven as uh, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did you call me? No, not you, Fred. <laughs> he called him Fred. I love it. So stupid. Perfect. <laughs> All right, well, this is supposed to be our Christmas episode. Uh, Well, I mean, it is debated, and we'll get into that later. But, um, Dave, since you are our first-time guest, we do have a couple of questions for you. Most of them are Christmas-themed, so nothing too hard. You're going to be disappointed. Uh, Are you not a fan of Christmas? I'm Jewish. (laughs) No, I'm fucking with you. I'm not Jewish. (laughs) I was going to say, him and Jeremy on one show? No. I was like, that's too much. (laughs) There'd right, be no uh, Patreon money for Moods or JP. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> All right, Dave. Uh, the first question is just kind of like a general question here. How did you get into doing like your videos of the week? Oh, I've been a pod uh, YouTubing for years. Like just started off like seeing people do reviews and shit. And I was like, oh, I can do that. That looks fun. I'll show some of my movies and whatnot. And then for long probably like what is it almost five years ago i was like kind of want to step up my game and just do like a weekly video because i was hearing a lot of podcasts and i was like i like that format just doing like single reviews might get more attention if you're just like posting big movies but i was like i like the weekly format wiseman i'll make a show out of it kind of be a little bit more professional and just have fun so that's why i did that can i say something about that real quick too every time that you post about you know next week's show and you ask the question okay Never in my entire life, and you don't even know this, baby, never in my life 
have I gone to go start to, to respond and then just delete it? Like, for some reason, I can never fucking answer Dave's questions. They're like, a little I hard. Get, they are hard. They, well, they, <laughs> but they're, they're great. But, like, I, sometimes I just want to be like, oh, I'm going to throw in this just to show that I fucking watch horror movies and stuff. But then, <laughs> not, like, it really gets me thinking. And I don't even think I've ever once commented, but I guarantee that I've attempted, like, 30, 40 fucking times. <laughs> I guarantee it. It just, for some reason, your questions just trip me up. And you're like, oh, what's the best, like, found footage of the last 10 years? I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> I never answer those. They're too hard, those questions. Like, I get questions on the show, and I'm like, I don't ever, like, pre-read them, so I'm not prepared. I'll just read them. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I'll sit there for, like, 30 seconds. like, I don't know. We started looking around the room like that movie that I see on the shelf. That's the one. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, like I go to do that too. And like, you're like, what? I think the one that was like the hardest for me was like, what is your favorite film from like 1970? And I was, or like 1970, whatever. I Was it 1970? Yeah. Cause we did the retro year. So I'm trying to find right. everybody's favorite so I can gauge, you know, what's the best, what overall, what everybody thinks the best movie is. Right. Yeah, see, I hadn't um, seen any films, apparently, from the year 1970 <laughs> until I did JP's Challenge for um, Halloween. And right. so I watched three of them. Um, God, and but I hadn't watched it at the time that you asked the question. Oh, yeah. I mean, I only had seen 20 from 1970. And uh, uh, what was it? Dave Z only had seen one. So it's not like it's, you know, it's not... And JP had only seen like five or six moods. Of course, it seemed like forty, but that's moods. Yeah, but Dave's seen like every movie from the eighties, though. <laughs> no, I'm I was a bigger fan of watching the films that I watched that were from the sixties really? than I did from whatever three that I picked from that year. Well, um, you picked Bigfoot was one of them, and that was a mistake. No, <laughs> I, I mean it's not horrible, but, my but sister it's watched Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, it's funny, but it's also like okay. <laughs> But it's, I think that's, somebody told me that was like the one that kind of like was the catalyst for everybody being like, well, let's make shitty Bigfoot movies now for 10 years. And Donna Nelly rejoiced. <laughs> he, that's probably how he was consummated. That's right. That's where he was formed. His parents. They went and <laughs> saw uh, Bigfoot. Actually, Donna Nelly's parents were one of those Bigfoots that tried to rape one of those women on the tree. Because <laughs> I'm just kidding. No offense. I'm not trying to be dick. But I just mean that's what the plot of Bigfoot is. Like literally, Sasquatches are trying to rape women, but somehow it's PG and it's not as offensive as it sounds. Yeah. No, I was surprised at some of the older horror movies that were PG. Um, no, one film that I did really like um, was uh, Dementia 13. Oh, yeah. Was that's it 13? Cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I thought that was really good. That came out in uh, 63. Um, yeah, I've not watched that one. No? You haven't no. seen it, Dave? No, I have the Blu-ray now, though, but like sometimes those public domain movies, like it's a turnoff because you buy it, and then you're like, what's this? how bad is this going to look? Like, is the quality going to be so poor I can't see it? That kind of stuff. Right. That's like when I hear that child giggle that's always public domain. I just Something turns me off about that. I'm like, ugh stock footage what the he <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the little kid yeah exactly every time i hear that or that or the the yell the the yell well, the wilhelm scream yes yeah. yes thank you the one that does it for me is the stinger that's like Burr. like i don't know how to explain it but it's a stinger that like is used in every movie from like 10 years and like the cheapest movies have it and the biggest movies and every time i hear it i'm just like fuck off 
<laughs> All right, Dave, I gotta know, Mr. Parker, how many Parker? How many physical media DVDs do you have? Oh, oh I did. Oh, I've heard no, that you don't. a lot. I don't know. I have no fucking estimate. Really, I don't. I for a while I know I was at like seven thousand, but like the problem is I, I buy a lot of the Blu-rays. And then mm-hmm. I like I, I box up the DVDs or put them in storage. And so I sold a bunch of useless DVDs that I had at one point, like 500, 600 of them, maybe even close to a 700, just because they were just taking up space. And I had all my Blu-ray and all the features were ported over. So I was like, fuck it. I don't know. I'd just say somewhere like eight to ten thousand. I'd say somewhere around there, I guess. Now, I got a question. What, what do you think is the biggest advantage of, of having physical media, of owning it? The biggest advantage for you personally? The thing is, like a lot of the movies, you could like you you if you buy them and stuff, you could go back them up online and have your library online. And, but then you could have something happen online. You could have a fire in your house too, though. But honestly, okay. it's just uh, it's a lot of it's nostalgia going down and looking at all of them. But also, I have a lot of stuff that's never gonna be streaming. So like I always make me and Moods will joke around. Like Moods is like, if it's not on Blu-ray, it's not it's not nobody knows what it is, and it's true they don't. Or if it's not streaming, nobody knows what it is. But there's literally hundreds of movies out there that aren't streaming or on Blu-ray. And it's not lack of quality; it's just lack of fucking rights, you know. Right. Yeah, Sorry. and that's always that's always my biggest fear, though, is the apocalypse will come, and obviously the first thing to go is internet, cable, streaming services, yeah. all that. And I just picture like fucking Dave Parker and Moods just fucking in a in one single room, <laughs> just literally just fucking just floating. Swimming, yeah. Swimming yes, swimming through like Moods is doing the backstroke. Yeah. I'll like, have to kill somebody for a generator, though. <laughs> right. Well, like, yeah, but we got to keep the power on. My family's my family's cold. I'm like motherfucker. I need to watch Blu-rays, and then I'll kill him. <laughs> Jeremy watch Blu-rays. Jeremy stole it from the movie no, he, set that he, he was working on. No, he's, <laughs> he he comes to steal their slipcovers. Max Overdrive slipcover. He's been begging to get for 20 years. <laughs> No, is there a DVD um, out there that is, like, out of print that you were just, like, waiting to get your hands on? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot out there that I was like, I wish I would have bought that when it was new and stuff. But but at this point, not really. Like, the thing is, like, if it's out of print and not easy to find at all, like, you can't buy it anymore. I know it sounds shitty, but if you're not going to make it available for me to buy or rent, I'm just going to download it. <laughs> and I'll buy it when it comes out <laughs> you know what I mean like I'll pay for it when you release it but it's right. easy to find anything so like, like but there's probably a couple DVDs that I'd like to have the, the hard formats for but I remember when uh, Dawn of the Dead was really hard to get at one point because like I had the um the theatrical cut but I didn't have the extended cut DVD it always drove me crazy until that box set came out with all four with all three cuts on there so for a while right. I wish I would have had the extended cut but uh, I mean, that's obsolete now, too. Yeah, I think the only DVD that's coming to my head, like, it's not even a horror movie. It's, a like, I love Charles Gordon. Gordon? Gordon? Yeah. I can't even say his name. Obviously, um, you love him. Yeah, no, like, I, I trip up on names. Um, <laughs> but, you know, obviously, he was in a lot of um, movies from uh, the the golden era of, with you know, with, like, Goldie Hawn and um, Seems Like Old Times. Um, he was... And Beethoven, Clifford, um, Heart and Souls, like a bunch of my favorite movies. And one movie that I've never got a chance to see with him in it, but uh, he was actually, um, Ben Stiller did a remake of the movie, and it's The Heartbreak Kid. 
Oh, yeah. But he played it originally, and I guess it yeah. was a lot more mean than, and people say that no this, shit. people say the Ben Stiller one is, like, mean-spirited. Yeah. But I guess that this one was, like, pretty ruthless for the time that it came out. So they softened up. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently. So, I just, like, I've always wanted to see it, and right. I never had the opportunity. And I went to go look it up on eBay, like, many years, and it's, like, just out, like. Right. Yeah. So now, the original was made in 1972? Yeah. Okay, I'm not familiar with the movie. Um, wait, I might know this. Is this the one where like he uh, is just gets married and he meets the girl on the beach and he tries to uh, yes, date her? Yes. Yeah, I've heard of that movie. I heard of that movie. People like that. Yeah, but I never, I've never seen it. Yeah, I didn't know that it was a remake. So and, and the fact the that he's bitch? the one that's in it. What's that movie? Uh, uh, Mylan Act. Yeah, is that that yeah, movie? Final Girls. Yeah, I've seen Final that movie. Yeah. That movie's ridiculous. Yeah, so just think, She's of, so just crazy. think of how ridiculous that movie is, yeah. and I want to see what it was like in, you know... Right. When it, you want to watch the original version, version right? The 72? Yeah. Right, I did. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I, I have never been able to, so... Right. Yeah. Well, one of the biggest things that... Um, one of the best things, I think, just because it's so fucking funny to me personally is when we got kind of involved in the Halloween footage. Now, Dave, do you remember this? There's quite a few years back, but supposedly there was some footage from the original Halloween that was uncovered that somebody bought in a uh, storage container. Really? (laughs) This This is the best fucking thing ever. So there was this one dude who had, who, who bought the locker like randomly, like on that show on A and E, like he bought the storage locker and he and the footage was supposedly in there. Now, on the other hand, we had Justin Beam on the show as well. Now they weren't on at the same time, but it was on the same show. And okay. Justin and Justin Beam was like, "Well, yeah, no, we saw the footage." And he was like, "That guy wanted so much." Like he was professional, but he basically said that guy wanted too much money. There's no way we're paying for that. And then we got the other guy, and he was like. You guys don't even know it's gold. <laughs> like it was the funniest fucking thing here. Both of them just go at it about this footage, and then the guy sent us this one fucking shot, and it was of Loomis of Donald Pleasance. It looked like he was fucking eating a turkey sandwich. To be oh honest with God, you. Oh my God! I I almost asked you, was it just B-roll of Donald Pleasance <laughs> drunk or something or eating? Because he was eating. <laughs> yes. And I've never been interested in that kind of stuff, but seeing how that whole fucking thing went down, that has got to be one of the funnest things that I've been a part of, like, podcasting. Sorry. I just want to tell like, that story. It's just footage of him ordering a sandwich. He's like, turkey mayo, mustard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I shot the turkey six times. <laughs> they say that he always just, like, on the latter day movies, all he did was just stand in the background and eat. Like, you right. see him and. He's thinking this uh, Nosferatu in Venice with Klaus Kinski and Christopher Plummer. And like half the movie, he's just eating in the background. I'm not kidding. Like, and Klaus Kinski's insane. And like, it just, they said Donald Pleasance didn't give a fuck. Nothing bothered him. He just stood back there and just ate. Just <laughs> like, hey, I'm hey, fuck it. I'm eating this sandwich. I love it. All right. Well, I think we should get into some Christmas questions Ooh. here. If that's all right with you, Mr. Paca. Yeah, I don't care. All right. Um, what is who is your favorite Christmas character in a movie? Oh, Christmas character. Does he have to be Christmas? Uh, my favorite character, I think, in any of the Christmas movies I watch is just off the top of my head. Um, there's a couple. I can give you a, a horror one and a non horror one. And these are just right off the top of my head. OK. Uh, uh, Francis Xavier Cross from Scrooged. 
Mm, oh, okay. <laughs> every time I watch Scrooge, I get teary-eyed at the end, just because I think you everybody has bitch. that rough <laughs> exterior kind of, but then like deep down, like and stuff. And anyways, he goes and say, you know that that Scrooge story is, is touching, and I love Bill Murray in that movie. He's fantastic. And that whole yeah. big speech at the end he gives, he's like, that's what, you know, he's like, and he gives that Christmas speech is, is beautiful. So I'll go with him. And then as a, as a villain, or I guess uh, somebody who's crazy, I'll give uh, the guy from Christmas evil. <laughs> that guy, that's a pretty good character. I think good. Oh, yes. I've never seen You've Christmas never seen evil, it. Man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's Maybe a real movie. <laughs> I love those picks. Now, Dave, did you see Ghostbusters, the new one? No, no. Because you don't I mean, want no, I will watch it. I just didn't see it yet. I, I do like the original Ghostbusters. I mean, who doesn't like Ghostbusters? Right. right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then the, I even liked the sequel. I mean, and not as much as the original. I mean, it was always on television. So I didn't watch the third one, though, because I, I just I didn't well, not want to see it. I just didn't care either way. Right. You didn't like, care. Yeah, a lot of people really cared, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't really give a shit. I mean, I, I didn't right. hear that many positive things, or like it was just always down the middle. Like every, half the people hated it. I felt like you, it felt like you couldn't get an honest opinion on the movie. So I guess I just got discouraged right. from seeing it. Right. Yeah, that was definitely a thing. All right. Well, we asked you your favorite Christmas character, so I have to flip the side of the coin. Who is your least favorite or most annoying character in a Christmas? Oh. Trying to think of somebody. What are some Christmas movies? Um, a character I love to hate. Can I do that? Yeah. Yep. We'll do the uncle from Home Alone. I only got Traveler's <laughs> checks. <laughs> that guy cracks me up. <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk. I used to say that all the time. So, yeah, let's go with him. I love that guy, but I, he's a dickhead. Uncle Frank's the fucking worst. Who's the, least, who's the most annoying to you? Uh, honestly, um, what's his name? Scott Farkas from fucking. Oh, is that his name? From um, yeah. Uh, Christmas story. story. He's just from so... Freddy vs. Jason. Excuse me. <coughs> the brother me. in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's more <laughs> scary in a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, like this laugh. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. He's so fucking <laughs> annoying. And he scared me as a kid. Like that fucking scene. When when they're all when it's sped up and they're all running around and they're running away like that shit scared me as a kid more so than Black Christmas did right yeah for some reason like it's not even technically a Christmas movie but I mean I guess it could be considered it has several holidays in it but for some reason I don't know why it's popping up I love the movie and I like the scene but for some reason Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls oh uh, yeah when she's dressed up and like the the boombox gets like thrown at the dude's face and she thinks she's like hot shit and starts singing the song by herself. <laughs> what a bright. I don't know. I just want to punch her in the fucking face. <laughs> wow. Man, I haven't seen Mean Girl since it came out. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch that scene and I bet you want to punch her. T- I bet you're right. I mean, the only thing I remember about Mean Girls is the, uh, the, the heavy kid from, isn't it, from Bully. That's right. And he is. Uh, in the remake of um, I Spit on Your Grave. That's right. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he pops up. It's some random shit. Yeah. I want my pink shirt back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. We wow. have a big debate in the Chasey household, Dave. And yes, I didn't. I don't know if you know, but we do call ourselves Chasey. Not that often, but when you say it, it definitely has that pizzazz. It does. A racy Chasey debate. <laughs> yes, we don't we don't disagree very often, but when it comes to these two Christmas films, we debate it pretty highly. So uh, maybe you can settle it for us. 
What are they? Dan and I debate over which is the better film. Frosty the Snowman or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Oh, we all know what it is. No. Um, the Year Without Santa Claus is the answer. What? <laughs> I I'm thought serious. it was going to say Rudolph's New Year. <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't. I know I've watched Frosty Snowman and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but if you ask me to tell you anything from them except the song, you're not going to get nothing. But if you ask me to talk about the year without Santa Claus, I will tell you I'm Heat Miser. Whatever I touch melts in my clutch. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. He came to play, baby. But that's that's the uh, those little weird stop motion, like claymation things. I like the year without Santa Claus is the one that I remember most, I guess I'll say. I don't know if it's the best. It's the, I mean, it's not better than Frosty or uh, Rudolph because those are iconic. But uh, the year without Santa Claus is the one I remember the most. Yeah, no, Rudolph sucks because Santa was just a skinny dick. You're not wrong. Yeah, Santa should be skinny. Okay, Santa. Right. <laughs> Don't fat people take enough shit? Now you're taking Santa from them, too. Right. That's right. What, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I, we just watched the third Harold and Kumar, and they had a uh, claymation Harold and Kumar that looked like Rudolph. Well, we started to watch it. We fell asleep on it, but yeah. Yeah, that's what edibles will do to you. No, like, I woke up. Or, no, I was trying to drift off to sleep because we just, we, we'll throw on a movie to fall asleep to, and that was the movie of the night for that night. Right. And um, I'm falling asleep, and Dan's, like, shaking me. Baby, look at the TV. I'm like, I'm not on edibles. No, the, be- the, be- <laughs> no, the best part of that was you spent 20 minutes because you wanted to know uh, where, where the baby was in real life now. You, The baby that got all the coke blown on its face, you're like, I wonder what that baby's doing today. And then you look the baby up for, like, 20 minutes, and you're like... Yeah, nothing. No, I couldn't find her. <laughs> it was weird. I was like, "What's that baby's name?" <laughs> like that. Yeah, that was our that was our story. It's, yeah, it's neither insightful I, or funny. And I couldn't. No, find I mean, her. I, I I maybe I would find it funny, but I don't know if I've ever seen Harold Kumar three. Oh, I've seen the first, oh, really? seen the first one. It's so amazing. It's much better than the second. <laughs> yeah. I, is the second Guantanamo Bay? Yes. Yeah. It's so yeah. actually, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I've only seen the first one then. What's that? I've only seen the first one. Yeah, the first one is classic. The third one is a great Christmas movie. You got Richard Reilly as Santa. You got Danny Trejo as as the father-in-law. That movie is fan-fucking-tastic. It's, it's so it's fucking fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, they sound fun. I mean, I like the first one. I remember cracking up when he's like, how did you know my only weakness? Bullets. Bullets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, my favorite oh. part of part one is Jamie Kennedy. Is this your special bush? Love it. Alright, next question. Uh what is the best Christmas gift you've ever given? Oh. Given? Yes. Oh shit. This is the kind of stuff that like my memory's like blank. Like I don't remember anything like that. Um oh, best gift you received then. I'll, whichever one comes in my head first, I guess it would probably be um, um, given would have to be something to like one of my nephews or my cousin's kids or something like that. Just like they always have fun with the gifts, you know, like putting yeah. them together like a little tent or something like unicorn tent or some shit. I mean, it's not a great gift, but like it's just much better and much more fun giving a kid a gift than an adult. He said unicorn tent or some shit. That's what I got her one year. <laughs> like, with like, like, she likes unicorns. I get on Amazon, I'm like, unicorns. <laughs> put together a unicorn tent or some shit. I did put it together. But, I mean, it was just a little baby tent. Stuff like that. That's the most yeah. fun, I think. 
Right. Because then, like, if you buy, like, the kids' toys, like, then you get to play with them, too. Like, the racetracks and shit. I'm over there, like, oh, I remember these. And stuff like that. So, they'll yeah, really right? respond. I, I can't think of a sentimental gift. Oh, like, let's just buy toys. We don't even have kids to do that. We don't that. have to, yeah, bro. No. Okay, cool. I don't want no fucking we... toys. <laughs> Didn't want them that bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, have you ever witnessed a Christmas miracle? I got a funny story about a Christmas miracle. I don't know if it's a Christmas miracle, but uh, I have a little cousin. Well, not little, but. I was an older cousin, and he was a little younger than me, probably like a year and a half or so. And, you know, it's kind of an asshole, like as older cousins are. But me and my cousin were close, and uh, there was this, like, raffle at uh, outings. This is a drinking club. Like, it's a boat club that everybody, and my, my his dad was a member of, my grandpa was a member of. We were always at this boat club. It's a drinking club, whatever. Everybody pays their right. yearly so they're having this christmas raffle and we me and my cousin are putting in the raffle tickets and shit so it's like some stupid fucking decorative santa is the prize that i don't even fucking want but you know you're like 10 so you're like (laughs) i want to win this shit so i win i win and i'm just like you can have it jake and then like this drunk guy i guess he's like an outings local like i recognized him i don't know his fucking name and he had like a real (laughs) raspy voice probably because he like fucking smoked all the time and was drunk as fuck but like i gave it to my cousin and he was like awesome that and he like because i was an asshole kid so remember but this guy was just like that kid's got a heart of gold he's got a heart of gold (laughs) me and my cousin cousin kept laughing like heart of gold (laughs) so i guess that's a christmas miracle <laughs> wow, he was a sea captain from The Simpsons. That's <laughs> he sounded like him. <laughs> this is how to keep you from uh, what was that? The porno magazines keep them from resorting to homosexuality for about five minutes. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I love this. I love, I love though, like how how every town or every like establishment, yacht clubs included, and all these boat clubs and stuff like that. They always have that fucking resident drunk in the corner. He's always there. Like, no matter what bar we go to, there's always that creepy guy in the corner. They know. This guy wasn't a creep. He was just drunk on Christmas Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. (laughs) But everybody in the outings was, they get to drink a club. I'm telling you, these are like big drinkers. Like, we go in there like, you know, in the summer, your grandpa like, hey, come come hang out with me for the day. He live right down the street. So he drive drunk, you know, like every good grandpa in the 90s. (laughs) I'd go to the bar, like he would, and then like I'd hang out with Grandpa, and there'd always be like guys that are in there every day, you know. Yep. So. Yeah, you see, we're at a golf course. It was the same thing. Yeah, yeah there's like yeah. a dozen regulars in there every time. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the guys that used when I worked at Hooters. What do you mean? Don't. Why are you just gonna bring that up? All right, next question. Nobody cares, but I'm just saying that like Hooters, Hooters. Sorry. Maybe you're the only one that cares. Big Daddy. I know. Actually, I was just reading an article and um, about Adam Sandler and his wife, and she was in that movie as the waitress. As the Hooters girl? I think so. Or she was a waitress in the movie. I don't know if she was a Hooters girl. That a boy, Adam. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, Dave. If you could erase one Christmas song from your brain that you would never have to hear again or that it never existed what christmas song would that be he's like just one <laughs> oh no i don't hate christmas music because i don't work retail anymore but when you work retail you hate all <laughs> yes. the shit the one that i would songs on a continuous loop Ugh, yeah. fucking horrible i worked at menards for like 
six same months, I quit. Big money, same big money, when you oh. shot Menard. Yeah, that um, shit plays like every 20 minutes that comes on, maybe quicker. But they had a Christmas song, too. And it was, fuck their fucking Menard's Christmas song. Fuck that song. <laughs> I could live without hearing that again. I'll race that just to help all the Menards people out. No, Menards can't have their own fucking Christmas songs. <laughs> like, I didn't realize Menards was like global. I thought that was just like a Iowa thing. I didn't know. <laughs> you know what? I worked at Menards for six months and I never once said my Nards. My Nards? <laughs> no, or men's Nards? Yeah, nobody ever said my Nards. Are, are you trying to play a Menards commercial right now? No. What are, he literally just looked up a Menards commercial. <laughs> um, I, quit, I quit that job on the phone. I was like, I'm not coming in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a notice that I gave my why, job. Why did you quit? Well, the manager was a moron and I hated it. <laughs> I think my favorite quitting is when I quit Blockbuster. Because my mom was sick and in the hospital and um, my family would call and give me updates. And this little bitch, she was just like a team lead. And like the manager was out that day. So she was like technically the manager on duty. Yeah. She's not really a fucking manager. And they called and gave me an update or whatever. And she's like, who was that? I was like, "Um, it's personal. Like, because I don't like you, you little fire crotch cunt. And (laughs) um, and, um, she was like. You're not allowed to have personal phone calls. I have to write you up for this. And I was like, you know what? Personalize this. And I flipped her off with both fingers and I walked the fuck out and never went back. Roll credits. Yeah, that was some stone cold shit right there. (laughs) True story. I was 18. I was 18. Can you picture that? That was some Bruce Willis. Like, personalize this. I feel like I need a T-shirt that says that with my face on it. <laughs> and then, and then you took the petty cash and you had a fashion show back at home. Aww. You're like, I'm taking this Scream VHS, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I did keep a couple of movies. I, that was like in the era where, uh, what was it? The blo- like when Blockbuster was trying to be like Netflix before Netflix was Netflix. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, with no uh, late fees deal. Yeah. Well, no, they had like the the, the DVD <laughs> subscription service to where you could like come in and rent DVDs um, and have them sent to your mailbox. That was such bullshit. Like Blockbuster the way- sucks dick. Like, everybody's like, I miss Blockbuster. Like, everybody knows that was the worst video store chain. <laughs> <laughs> they cut their tapes and shit. They like, we're cutting out the nudity. Motherfucker, I'm renting this for the nudity. Keep it in. Oh, no. My- <laughs> right, that's why I'm here. The best Blockbuster story I have is, like, so I had a cool team lead, another cool team lead. I think he ended up getting fired. But, um... He was, like, we were, like, talking about, like, favorite horror movies or whatever. And it was so rare to, like, find somebody, like, that enjoyed horror, like, as much as I did. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. In that, in that period of time in my life, I guess. In person, and, it's hard to find anybody that likes movies. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and you know, so, and this dude loved horror. So, like, we would be talking about, like, our favorite opening sequences of, like, all time. And he was, like, Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship is my favorite. And I was just like, I've never seen it. And I'd never seen it. He's like, you've never seen Ghost Ship? All right, we got to watch this opening. So he, and like, because they, oh, like, you have to, it has to be a PG movie that they put on on the screen. Yeah, Ghost Ship's not PG. No, no. But, like, (laughs) nobody was coming in. It was dead, right? So we, so we put in Ghost Ship. We watched this opening of this movie. And as we're watching it, the fucking GM comes in. Yes. Yeah, just everybody I, I think, being marked. Yeah, I think he got fired for that. What? No yeah. way. Yeah. What? Yeah. I told you Blockbuster no. sucks dick. 
Yeah, because, yeah, but we were having, like, so much fun. Like, we'd always just, like, play, like, scenes from our favorite movies, like, fast forward, rewind, like, because honestly, like, even at that point in time, like, you could tell, like, the video store was dying. Do you got, you know what the best part of Blockbuster was, though? It actually had nothing to do with them, really, but, um... It was when the fucking movie that you went there for wasn't there. Yeah. But then you fucking checked the returns. Like, the little fucking oh, yeah. thing. Uh, and you get happy because it was there. There was, like, always one fucking copy. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, I used to rent fucking Scream over and over until you could fucking buy it. And I was just, like, obsessed with that. But do you have Scream again? They're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, check again. <laughs> yeah, you keep calling. Like, did somebody like, drop off that movie? They're like, No. <laughs> do you remember like, going to video stores and asking for weird shit that nobody ever had <laughs> i used to go and write down the dates of when the movies would come out i have a little notepad and i'd look up at the board <laughs> and all the whole fucking staff would be like look at this fat little chubby nerd so you're pushing up your glasses when you're writing in your notepad like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like I like crayons. Sorry. That was a wow. I felt like that sounded like more like Tally. <laughs> Don't forget to or, bring it no, down. Mr. Howdy. Or Mr. Not Mr. Howdy. I thought Mr. Hanky was going to come back for the fucking special. Like, well, he we didn't finish did. it. We didn't finish it. Maybe he yeah. didn't. Yeah, maybe he did, yeah. <clears throat> the Hanky the Christmas Pooh. No, I, no, I know that they're doing another one coming in December, so possibly i haven't seen that show in forever and to watch them all grown up was so fucking ridiculous <laughs> i haven't watched south park in years but i mean it's always been good right yeah oh dude they did like that all of them grown up and cartman's fucking jewish and he's just trying to be a jew <laughs> it's just the funniest thing well he, he trans he got he yeah. got actually full jewish so he could be like he changes religion Yes, like, so he, he ragged on but fucking Kyle. But we didn't finish it, though. Like, so we don't know if, but he, he's, if it's but a he's, long con. But he's raising his kids that way, too. <laughs> I think it's a long con. It's so, of course it is. It's fucking Cartman. <laughs> but it's just so funny that he's got, like, the fucking scarf and the little yellow. It's hilarious. Okay, <laughs> sorry. All right. And, no, I'm going to hold you to an actual Christmas song, Dave. It can't be the Menards one. <laughs> oh, I gotta get rid of a real song? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't really dislike any Christmas songs. Well, they did cancel Baby It's Cold Outside, is that what it's called? Let's just do that one. I mean, it's already canceled. Might as well get rid of it. Right. Fuck it. <laughs> right. Don't give a shit, really. No, and that was one of the ones that would play on continuous loop when I worked retail in a department store. Do if I, I mean, what is that? How does that song go? But I really can't stay. Oh, the rapey song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. your yeah, pants, sit on the floor. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> I got five locks on my door. Hey! Sorry. Take a wow. sip of this. Because <laughs> it's cold outside. <laughs> wow. All right, and we got one more question before we get into our main event here, Mr. Parker. It's our famous fuck one, kill one, marry one. Uh-oh. Okay. All right, and we're going to go with your co-hosts here. Uh, <laughs> you shot some boots in horror. You got Moods, you got Jeremy the Jew, and you got JP Little Short Shit. <laughs> so, I fuck him, one, marry one, go! I know this is pretty easy. So, I'm going to marry Moods so I can get the uh, the Canadian citizenship, so I can do both and get free health care. That's what we're going to do. Free movies, right. Yeah, oh, so smart. You can bequeath his collection. When you he can dies. be what? Bequeath. Oh, is that a word? Uh, that, 
<laughs> I guess I'm going to have to fuck JP because, uh, I mean, Jeremy's the one who's got to be killed. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why are you going to Jeremy, though? Uh, if I have to say who pisses... Because the other day, I got a Blu-ray that I was trying to get rid of because I accidentally got two. And it's like a $35, $40 product. And then, like, it was out of, it was not in stock for a while, and it was going for, like, 70 I was like, hey, you can have it for 60 And then, like, later it came back, and I was like, well, you can have it for 30 Because then he was like, 20 20 20 Sell it to me for 20 <laughs> I was like, no, motherfucker. So Jeremy's going to die. Fair. That, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I won't talk to Jeremy for months, and then he'll just inbox me with like one of the funniest fucking things I've ever read, and it's just like it's amazing. Like he comes out of nowhere with it, and then he goes back into hibernation and out here for the rest of the year. Yeah, I probably talk to him like a good like depending on like what I comment on because I post every movie that. When he does pop up, he's yeah. so ridiculous. Like, and it's when it he like absolutely loves a movie or hates a movie. Right. And cause he goes and sees like all the new releases as they come out. So if like he like feels strongly in either direction and I've seen it, right. I can always count on, I will see his opinion on not only my post, <laughs> but on everybody else. He'll follow post. it. Yes. He'll <laughs> fu- just follow the fucking trail. He like does. I love seeing, yeah, I love scrolling on Facebook and you see the movie, and it's just like, oh, malignant, here we go. <laughs> there, there are two people that do that. One is Jeremy, the other is Willis. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know he hated Halloween Kills, so every time somebody said, I like this, he'd be like, it's a big piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> All right, well, that concludes our questions. Thank you for being a good sport Woo! with that. Um, hopefully they weren't too uh, trying no, they're all right. I mean, I don't have good answers for you, so. Good no, to see you, you made had amazing it out alive, answers. Dave. You brought me back to Menards, and now it's stuck in the back of my fucking Save head on continuous loop. So, fuck you and thank I, you at the same time. I hate Menards. <laughs> I know. Like, my grandparents always wanted to go there. I want to see Die Hard set in a Menards. That would be amazing, actually. I, <laughs> I always wanted to see a zombie movie set in a factory, because I want to see motherfuckers get put in the machines. Oh, dude, no. When I worked in the biggest factory on the planet, um, that's what I used to imagine. Like, Me too. Walking... Yeah, yeah. Like, stick this motherfucker's head in a proctor. Put a bead on that. <laughs> Flare that motherfucker. Well, also, too, like, for a terrorist attack like Die Hard, I'm like, where would I go and hide if motherfuckers just came in here spraying? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where would I go? And I had, like, five different options. But none of those options included me being John McClane and fucking just fucking rolling tires at motherfuckers. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's no way I'm crawling in them vents. Fuck that. Right. I, I do have to say, before we get to Die Hard really quick, my favorite part of going to Menards, though, Yes. is <laughs> I would like to go and, like, fantasize what my dream kitchen would look like. Because, you know, how oh. they have, like, those little mock setups. Right. Or, like, what your best bathroom would look like or yeah. like they have like those little set- i'm like okay this is gonna be my kitchen i just like play house dave would be the one to set those up is that no, what i'm outside oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't even let you inside but oh, they hired me in the fucking january or december and i was out there in like fucking february on a forklift and fucking propane <laughs> forklift in the yard it was fucking like negative 20 you, you know what i think i just realized why my boyfriend might have broke up with me on my birthday why because he worked, at, he worked at Menards. <laughs> this is in high school. He broke up with me on my 16th birthday. He didn't even tell me. He just showed up to my party with another girl. What um, a guy. But uh, 
No, he worked at Menards. And me and my friends went to Menards and we like videotaped him while he was working and we're like, push those carts, baby. And you're just figuring out this why that he dumped you? Because I forgot he worked at Menards. Oh. And I just remembered the story. <laughs> just want to rub it in a little more. But, yeah, nothing nothing worse than when your friends show up to your work and then you want to leave, but you got to stay. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. You're like, why are you here? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> having revelations here guys sorry <laughs> <laughs> you used to show up when i worked at the garden center you asked me to i know i loved it that was the exact opposite i know because you're my person right like be happy i showed up and push those carts for me that's fucked up <laughs> you just go up there and like make me some money bitch <laughs> Shop those Christmas trees down. <laughs> yeah, that's what it, I was selling Christmas trees. Yeah. Just sell any trees, baby. Fuck you. <laughs> Did you get tips so we can go get a pizza and a pitcher of beer? No, Dave. I'm walking upstairs the other night, right? And we played Battleship on uh, Facebook. So we played okay. a game, and she whoops my ass like seven times. Day. Yeah, like it was bad, right? So she goes upstairs. She's in her office, and I I have to get by her to get into the bedroom to grab the Switch because I was about to play Rocket League, a game that I'm actually good at, right? Kind so of. I'm going to it, and she goes, what are you doing, you little battleship loser? <laughs> <laughs> I get taunted in my own fucking well, I house. I actually called you a battleship loser. Like oh, is that quote, what it was? A quote from Harold and Kumar, actually. Oh, right, the, yeah. the two girls with the battleship, yes. Mm. Yeah, that, that is Harold and Kumar, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. But yeah, you you keep thinking I said battleship, but battleship. I laughed Never at that mind. all day today, though. That was funny. Just <laughs> called me a little battleship loser. I okay. did. I all did. Right. It's even funnier now that you know what I really said. <laughs> all Is right. It? So now we are turning our attention to one of the most highly debated: Is it Christmas? Is it not a Christmas movie? Die Hard. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> Was that a good introduction? That was indeed, baby. <laughs> now, um, Dave, how many times have you seen Die Hard? I don't know. I, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I mean, I don't really get to rewatch a lot of movies like I used to. But uh, yeah. there's one movie we, me and my brother would run a lot as kids. Like anything Stallone, Arnold, Bruce Willis, you know, even Van Damme. We just rent this. But Die Hard was one of the best ones. It was always on TV. I've probably seen Die Hard probably, I want to say like 15, 20 times. Let's say something like that. Maybe more, maybe less, you know? Right, right. What about you, Dan? Yeah, no, so I haven't seen this movie from beginning to end ever. I always saw bits and pieces, but as I'm watching it, I'm like, I definitely don't remember seeing this. So I think technically this is my first time watch. <gasps> I knew you were going to do that. Yeah, like, no. no. He wanted to present it like he'd seen it, and he's like, what do you mean? I didn't, no, I see, I never you. fucking do that. I don't present it for anything. Yes, I just, yes, I just said exactly what it was. No. It was more like what Dave said, too. It was on TV a lot, so I always caught parts of it, and then commercials fucking ruin everything, and then I would lose interest and, and see it. Commercials do ruin everything. Yeah, it did, It does. Commercials like, are like the blockbuster. They would play on <laughs> USA a lot, all that kind of stuff, right? So, yeah, it was a first-time watch for me, and um, I was curious to see now because it's like an OG, right? Like everybody, so, it's widely loved. Yeah, well, everybody loves it. But on top of that, I've seen so many fucking action movies to this day mm -hmm. that I was kind of curious, like if it would fucking hold up or not. Like genuinely curious, like what is it about this movie that everybody loves? You know? Yeah. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it was a first time watch for me, as everybody knows by this point. Um, I, and everybody, I, I've gotten a few times, how have you never seen Die Hard? It was on TV all the time. Okay, one, I'm a female. Not that saying, like, females don't love it, but I was a very girly girl, aside from, like, my love for horror. Right. I wasn't into action flicks with guns and, like, things like that. That just wasn't, like, it wasn't horror. It didn't interest me. Can I just say something about yeah. that? I can't believe you. Motherfucker, I can't believe you're still single and fucking living with your parents at 50. Like, there's so <laughs> many other things to be concerned about other than fucking having not seen Die Hard and then seeing it and then saying you're going to podcast on it as well. Like, clearly acknowledging it. Can we please move forward? Yeah. <laughs> we all haven't seen so many movies. That, that's right. the thing. Like, I never saw Casablanca. I never saw Gone with the Wind. I never saw right. Citizen right. fucking Kane. But I saw Zombie Bloodbath 2, Rage of the Undead. Right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the joke I always make. Like, that's the thing. Like, right. horror fans are the worst about it. They're like, you'll be like, well, I haven't seen this. And then when they'll, they'll like, you'll say you haven't seen an obscure movie. And they answer, you ain't seen. And they'll then insert obscure movie nobody's seen. And they act like it's such a big deal you haven't seen it. Dave, you haven't seen Blair Witch 2? Do you even know the fucking... Blair Witch 2, Book of the Shadows, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Do you even know who Weston Parr is? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if they don't do that to somebody, their dicks won't work, all right? Right. I guess. Um, And especially, I think, you know, being a female... um, I, I don't know why that's so surprising. You know, I really don't... Like, I don't think, like, my sex should have anything to do with it. But I think it did play a factor into my persona and growing up a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, society does it. I mean, like, to be honest, like, you know what I mean? Like, even, let's just, for example, not that I give a shit about any of this, but if I were to go to, like, a four-year-old girl's birthday party and I bought her a red truck, everybody would be like, what the fuck? Why did I buy a red truck? You know what I mean? (laughs) Or if I went to a boy's birthday party, even more so, and I gave him, like, a princess doll for his birthday, people were like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So it's just like, (laughs) I mean, society pushes these things on there. You know what I mean? Like, your mom's not going to be like, Let's watch Die Hard, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I can see my dad doing that for sure. Yeah, your dad would. But, like, I feel like my parents, like, I I grew up with, like, cool parents, and I could watch whatever I wanted. I mean, it's not like I hated action movies or anything like that. I mean, I played the Die Hard uh, PlayStation trilogy. Like, so, like, I kind of... Oh, yeah, that was a fun game. Yeah, like, you're in the plaza, and, like, you, like, have to go from room to room and shit. Like, it's fun as fuck. Um... Three games in one, actually, yeah. Yeah, uh, the third one's with the helicopter. What? And then the second one is a shooter game, like the first yeah. first, like Die Hard 2. Yeah. How is it as a shooter? Is it? It's is fun. It they're fun. Decent? I yeah. mean, they're cheap games. It's three games in one for PlayStation, but they're fun. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not trying to hard sell you, like, you know what I mean? Some of it looks like Microsoft fucking paint and shit, but it's, yeah. it's fun. The original Doom. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it, all right, so you remember, like, the original Grand Theft Auto? Yes. It's way more extensive than that, and that's saying a lot. Okay. <laughs> right. It's also, like, uh, there was a Die Hard Arcade, which was a fun game as well. Yes. I remember that one, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, graphics yeah. are better in Die Hard Arcade. Right. <laughs> the other one's more violent. It's really bloody. Like, the, yeah. The Die Hard trilogy was bloody as shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not like I hated, like, so, but it, I don't know. Like, it's not like a storyline that they did, like, like, on, you know, games now. Like, right. it's not like a cohesive thing, like, to where you get, like, the full in-depth plot of what's going on. It's like, and if I did, I didn't comprehend that that's what was happening at the time. Right. Um, but, like, as I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, okay, I kind of remember this, just based off of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but I mean, I, I liked action films. I mean, uh, Face Off, but I think that's probably because I have a mad love for Nicolas Cage. It's good Face Off. You know, so that's <laughs> like that's like one of my favorite movies of all time is Face Off. So yeah. that was later though. That was like when I you were think... actually younger. Would go to the video store and rent your shit. Like, I mean, me yes. and my me and my brother would rent older movies, but we just go through the action aisles. Face Off was right in the new release sections. Like back, <laughs> in, I know point. if you were anything like me, we'd rent all the new releases. Like you know what I mean? Whatever was new, well, we'd rent. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No. Like we're like the same age, I believe, aren't we, Dave? I'm 35. Yeah. Yeah. 86. I'm 30. So yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, we yeah definitely same era. Um, hey, you're the old man here at 36. Well, uh, yeah, I just I was just realizing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Probably be dead tomorrow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no. One thing about this movie though is um, I do want to go back to. Is it a Christmas movie? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what do you fucking mean, is it a Christmas movie? I don't even understand where the debate part comes in. Now, I will even reference a certain line to which I don't know if they had foresight into whether people would actually ask this question about this movie or if it's just kind of a meta weird thing that happened. But when he's in the limo with Dave Parker as the driver, um, when he's in the... And he says, don't you have any Christmas music? And he says, this is Christmas music. Uh, that, to me, says it all right there. Name's like, Argyle, though, by the way. That's uh, oh, <laughs> Argyle. I love the way Bruce Willis talks in this movie. Like, when he says, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that was supposed to be a throwaway line. Was it? Uh, yeah, um, I was reading about it. He um, actually was just, like, fucking with the production, like, to get a laugh out of him. Oh, really? And, yeah, it was just, like, he was messing with them, and they kept, and he kept it in, yeah. Because Perfect. Was, and you can kind of tell that just based off of, like, he doesn't sound like that the rest of the movie. Like, yeah. that's the one time, like, he's really kind of funny. Right. Like, in, in that voice. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No There's shit. a couple points when he's funny, too, though. Like, that's the one thing about Bruce Willis is he's different than the other action heroes. And that was kind of his appeal was, like, instead of doing the one-liners, which he does do, but when he's, like, fighting the guys, he's like, oh, right. get back. He's, he sounds real. Like, he's actually, <laughs> like, a real person in there, like, just, like, miserable as fuck, bitching <laughs> constantly. So I, right. I like when he calls the 911 operator and oh. like, this is a serious like no shit lady what do you think i'm ordering a pizza that's like that's, <laughs> that's perfect bruce willis right there that's like when i think back as like finest moments and like they yes. obviously got him because of moonlighting which he was like a comic a comedic guy almost right a sitcom right. comedic guy and this was really different for him and it kind of just made his career yeah right. he actually was not um uh, this role was offered to a bunch of other people um Originally, um, they asked Frank Sinatra because he played, um, because this movie's based off a book, right? Yeah, Which a lot of people don't even know. Um, Frank Sinatra played in The Detective. Uh, and so they were like, well, I guess we kind of have to offer it to him because he played John McClane already. Right. And Frank Sinatra was like, I'm fucking 73 now. He's like, what? He's like, I'm not climbing through no. He's like, I'm making fucking Married with Children money off the intro. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, and no then, shit. Uh, <laughs> and then they offered it to Clint Eastwood as well, and he turned it down. Um, these, they, all the, the names I'm about to read, all the people I'm about to read, they were offered the role, and they all said no. Oh. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, Harrison Ford, Robert De Niro, Charles Bronson, Nick Nolte, Mel Gibson, Richard Gere. Wait, Nick Nolte best? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Charles Bronson would have been the best. He would have been like, oh, oh lady, God. I'm ordering a pizza. <laughs> No anchovies, or I'll kill you. 
Don Johnson, Burt Reynolds, uh, yes, Burt MacGyver, Reynolds, Reynolds uh, MacGyver, uh, Richard Dean Andrews. Yeah. Yes, they all declined. <laughs> and then uh, the role of Hans Gruber was originally offered to Sam Neill. Who oh, passed. yeah. Great no choice. Shit. Great choice, though. He would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, actually, um, and then Bruce Willis did get offered the part finally, and he had to turn it down because he was doing mood lightning. But then Sybil Shepard got pregnant on the set of Mood Lightning, so they shut down production for 11 weeks. So he was able to take Die Hard. Oh, wow. Okay. And, That's crazy. Yeah. And what's so crazy is that, like, when they originally marketed this movie, um, they didn't market it with him, like a lot of him in the Bruce promos. Willis? Yeah, because he's the funny guy on Mood Lightning, as Dave said. Right. So they, it, like, they didn't think anybody would come see an action movie because he wasn't an action star at that time. Right. Yeah, this movie like made his career. That's crazy. Now, if you okay, if you listen, uh, Kevin Smith has so many great stories. One about Bruce Willis working with him on Cop Out. And it sucks because he talks about how much of a dick he was and how much he loved Moonlighting and he asked him to do a scene. He goes, hey, can you do it like that scene from episode three of season two? I I forget (laughs) what it was. And Bruce Willis is like, what? He goes, you want me to do a character that I did in another movie? And then I guess he really did it for him. And like Kevin Smith was just like elated by it because it was like the only time where... Uh, and he get, I guess he goes, hey, Kev, that one was for you. But I guess, like, you can see in this movie, though, that Bruce Willis used to be fucking cool. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, I think he is cool. He's not. He's a dick. You can, you can tell Bruce Willis is, like, just... He, he was, like, the best actor ever. When I was a kid, I thought he was the coolest guy ever. And then, like, yeah. after a certain point, like, if I see Bruce Willis in a movie, I won't even touch it. I don't touch him anymore. I used to love him. He used to be one of my favorites. He just doesn't seem to give a shit. Like, he comes to life occasionally in movies. Like, what was right. the Anderson movie with Bill Murray? Like, he was great in that. And that was only oh, like 10 years ago. Oh, dude, Moonrise Kingdom is, yes. Is that so, the one where yep. where he's got the glasses and he's kind of nerdy? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's so, a great movie. He's great in that, too. This Unbelievable was, This was going to be my question. And what's so ironic about this um, is today... Um, like, obviously, I said I'm a Nick Cage aficionado. <laughs> and um, for a while there, Nick Cage was just doing whatever role, whatever role, you know, like, oh, yeah. and he made a lot of shitty fucking movies. And then today it's announced that he's do he's being Dracula in Universal's. Oh, um, yes. So, but, but, before, but before that, I knew this. Um, I was going to pose the question like this because we watched this last night. And yeah. this, this news just came out today. So I was going to say, is he like... Um, you know how Nicolas Cage was, but Nicolas Cage has been getting some pretty prominent roles, like Prisoners in a Ghostland and Mandy Pig. and Pig. Like, I mean, he—I feel like he's on the right track of where his career is going now. Fuck yeah! Um, but is Bruce Willis kind of in that same category where he's just doing like—is he—is he not a bankable actor? Like to where he is gonna cross? Well, I mean, we got Glass. I think was the last big one that we've seen. I just don't here. think he gives a fuck. I don't no. think he cares. You're right. He's dead. Like, and I don't blame him. Like, I feel the same way all the time. Like, I'm like, I don't want to do shit. I'm tired. He's just walking through the sleepwalking. He's getting paid a million dollars to just show up for two days and film in a fucking hotel room. How could you not? How could you say no? Like, I mean, was that in the Expendables? He didn't come back for the sequel because he was asking for too much money. And then at Stallone was like, he's greedy. He's greedy. and He's lazy. (laughs) I mean, like, that says everything right there. I mean, those guys are supposed to be buddies. I, I mean, 
as far as Bruce Willis, like vintage Bruce Willis, like there's no cooler action star than Bruce Willis back in Die Hard. And I'm even a big fan of shit like Hudson Hawk. I love Hudson Hawk to death, but yeah, he just don't give a fuck. I don't think he gives a fuck. I don't blame him. I mean, I'm just not going to watch his movies anymore. He made $5 million off of Die Hard. And that was like a huge payday considering they didn't even use him for the promos. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you know? no, he, he was just such a great actor. Like, if you think about him in, in Pulp Fiction, even, oh, and just... fantastic. This, I mean, the subtlety of his fucking performance. And then Tarantino was obviously cited for reviving Travolta's career from there. So I think I think Bruce Willis, yeah, he's at the point where he's definitely coasting, but I don't think he has the desire. Like, when Nick Cage is t- still putting out performances... The way that he's putting them out? They're fucking performances. Like, you can tell he's still in it. You he's know? a so, method actor, for Same sure. with, like, Keanu Reeves, even though he does, like, Bill and Ted and stuff. Like, he loves that shit, like, so much. Bruce Willis fucking just loves getting paid. He loves being Bruce Willis. That's what Kevin Smith says, too. He's like, he just loved, like, he, I guess one day on set they had to shut down early, so Bruce Willis just ordered a bunch of fucking, you know, um, uh, barbecue and starts grilling stuff up. And he's like, hey, I'm Bruce Willis. Like, he loves that shit. That's him. That's what he lives for. He just loves being Bruce Willis. So I don't hold it against him that he's not the same person, but I will say that watching him in movies like this where he, he gives it his all and he's fucking hilarious, you can see a huge fucking difference. Well, yeah, oh, yeah that, and yeah. he had hair. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't even say it was about He, he was sensitive about his hair in this movie, too. Like, he didn't want him to shoot from certain high angles, but it's like, because he was like, he was already into, like, balding at, like, he was only, like, 32 in this movie. You know what I mean? Oh, really? But, Oh, wow. Yeah, he was only like 32, 33. And it's like, if you're that far gone and you're there, it's just like, might as well fucking shave it now. Well, Fuck it. He, he should have been more concerned with the fact that uh, it looked like he was wearing a different fucking wife beater the fucking second half of the movie. Like, was that... like he was wearing a straight up brown tank top. What the fuck happened there? Was that supposed to be blood, Dave? I mean, I don't. I didn't even notice the change. I mean, he gets a shit kicked out of him the entire movie. He gets covered in blood right. the whole time. So like, he's that's one good thing is like he's constantly getting beat up. That's why I always <laughs> liked him too. Right. I I was look. I did look that up because I was very curious because it looked like a different tank top in multiple different shots. It the movie. was. And um, the only thing that I could find was that in 2007 he ended up donating his diehard tank top. To the like, blood uh, Yeah, to the History Museum. Oh. The American History Museum. <laughs> so he so, still had it? Yeah, yeah, he donated it in 2007, and so it's up on display at, at that museum. Damn. Okay. Like, I wonder if Nicolas Cage can, like, go on, like, a national treasure hunt and, like. I wonder if steal. Demi Moore still has her thong from striptease. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> No, another thing about uh, Bruce Wilson, his character in that, um, it's kind of a fun little fact, yeah. is he's barefoot through the whole movie. He is. And um, I don't think you know this, but um, he had they gave him rubber feet to wear. Oh, really? And so, like, in a lot of the takes, you can see, like, You the, can see his footsies? Yeah, the rubber feet. <laughs> That's great. Did you know that, Dave? I didn't even notice it. And I was watching it in 4K. I guess I wasn't looking at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool, though, because they do set that up in the opening scene of the movie when the guy's t- telling him to make fists with his with his. Toes. And that's why he's barefoot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was and a nice touch. He's pulling glass out of it at one point. Ah! Film. Yeah. He does get the shit kicked out of him, though. You're right. And it's good to see because, I mean, OK, let's let's go back a little bit. The whole 
whole premise of Die Hard, right? Um, and it kind of lost its luster in the sequels, but it was kind of uh, a cop being at the, I don't want to say wrong place, wrong time, but very fish out of water. Like, he wasn't supposed to be like there. Like, he's in California. He's a New York cop. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's at a he's at a Christmas party for his wife, and then that's when shit goes down. That premise they really do try and push, but then as the sequels go on, it just becomes less believable. Well, I think that's because those ones aren't like it's based off of the character of the books. Yeah. But like I think the sequels aren't based off of the novels. Right. Of course. They get so, too yeah. over the top, right? Like right, yeah. totally. Part yeah, two you, pushes it too much, and part three grounds it a little bit more back to the first one. And then by part four, I was like, that's enough. It was also like Bruce Willis was starting to get into that. What was that? Is this why you hate sequels? No, I don't really hate all sequels, but I just Die Hard 4 was a turd. Like, they released it as PG-13. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Well, that's why uh, Cop Out was given the okay to be directed by Kevin Smith is because Kevin Smith was an actor on Die Hard 4 oh, yeah, with Justin yeah. Long. Yeah. And Wasn't that's it where Warlock he... or something? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking Warlock. They hyped Kevin Smith's character up so much. Like, he's a big hacked, hacker, and then he's living in his mom's basement. And I mean, they got a big... great villain in that, but I just – Timothy Oliphant, yeah. but I just don't oh. like that movie. It just doesn't work. It's too stupid. It's too much. It's too what much. What do you mean? The, you literally, like, I, I, much, I, I, no, I, I, no, I got to no, 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 call you out. I got to fucking call you out. Dave, fuck. Okay, go. He's like, I really liked the Timothy Oliphant one last night. He's like, that movie's so fun. It's it is Evan fun. And, and now he's just, like, agreeing with you, Dave. No, like, it's too much. No, 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 no. You're at I just don't like the over-the-top action. It just, it doesn't feel like it's ground like the first one. And I don't, it just gets, like, the second one's the same way. Like, it just gets too over-the-top, I think. I don't know. You're a liar and a fraud, Dan Chase. Fuck you. All right. My brother likes the fourth one, too. My brother likes it, so I only saw it the one time. It's not horrible. I just, I don't know. It just brought me the wrong way. Quit trying to be cool. Wait, wait, wait. You've only seen it one time and you knew Kevin Smith's character name. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Is that his name? It's stuck in my head for some reason. Yes. That's That's so fucking fantastic. I do, but you're right. It's over the top, but I do love that movie. So you both are like. Yeah, yeah, right? Can we talk about Carl Winslow for a moment? Oh, my God. (laughs) Reginald Bell Johnson? They yes. Shoot hacker to be Ur- uh, Urkel in it, and he should have shot Urkel in the end instead. <laughs> Urkel should have been the limo driver. No, he's got to be the bad guy, the computer hacker. Oh God. So he should. Oh, the hacker. He so should have can... murdered. Uh, what's his name from Walker, Texas Ranger? He should have straight murdered him when he hit him with the car. Well, I feel like he uh, with the limo he when just, he hit the ambulance. He came up and punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Because two of the terrorists don't die. There's 13 bad guys, including Hans Gruber, oh. and uh, the the computer hacker guy doesn't. From uh, and then uh, one of the other dudes, like the the skinny dude that uh, Bruce Willis cold clocks at the end with the gun. I don't know if he dies, but the rest of them get pretty fucked up. Isn't the hacker dude from Matlock? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he is. is. I, know I don't a, know. He's a Walker Texas Ranger too. Right? That one. Look, he is. He is a Walker, right? Yeah, he's fucking, because I just remember when Conan used to pull that fucking wheel thing. <laughs> Kids like, I have AIDS. It's like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, okay. I don't even know if you know of that, but yeah, it's kind of like the Paul Rudd fucking Mac and me thing. 
but yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so Paul good. No, he used to always just randomly pull it, and it would be a scene from Walker, Texas Ranger. I Who wa- would do this? Uh, Conan O'Brien, oh. and the scenes were the most ridiculous fucking things, period, but then take them out of context, and they're even worse. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Walker's terrible. Like, so, oh. like, he'd do it, like, four or five times, but then he'd be like, we're done, we're done, and then, like, he'd get bumped by something and yeah. overreact and hit into the switch. <laughs> And then he'd still do it, like, he'd be, like, doing an interview, and he'd just... <laughs> Man, he used to be the best. I fucking love Cody. He's my favorite. I gotta ask you, Dave, so, um, <laughs> you agreed to be a part of our 12 Days of Chasers. We've been trying to... We wanted to record with you for a long time. Forever. And, um, so I told you that it would all be random. Uh, you would be thrown into a hat and uh, there were going to be six horror movies and then six non-horror movies but they were all going to have like a similar theme of Christmas right? Yeah yeah Um, How did you feel when this was the movie that got randomly drawn for you? I mean it's a classic movie I loved so I was happy with it. I mean I was so fucking glad I didn't get that new Home Alone movie I was like (laughs) thank you I don't want to watch that fucking I don't want to watch anything past two because Home Alone works because the cast (laughs) <laughs> Not everyone can fall on their ass and look funny, okay? <laughs> so that was the one you... Oh, and you also didn't want to do The Children because you did it last year. Yeah, I just saw that movie. and that I mean, makes... It's a good movie, but it's not one that I would be like, I gotta watch this back-to-back every year, you know? Right, right. No, it's not it was exactly a feel-good movie. Too. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, and if you're not a fan of kids, you might really love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What was that, Dan? No, I just that, hate that, kids. That sounded like really. <laughs> no, I just think it out. Yeah. No, I like, fucking hate kids. But I was, I wanna. You I wanna, don't hate kids. No, I hate kids so much. You like Kenick? Kenick's cool, but because he does Home Alone. See, Dave Park, like he knows. So the children, though, I don't want to give anything away, but like that movie bored the shit out of me the first half hour. Uh, the the rest, um, I'm not gonna say yet. Well, I think we can assume that if it bored you the first half hour, then you probably felt it picked up after that if you're even fucking talking about it right now all right ladies and gentlemen so <laughs> die hard starting Bruce Willis. <laughs> no you know what as a kid growing up um so home alone was obviously one of those movies that was always like in my top 10 top 15 as a kid it, you know in my repertoire right you know what else was though is <laughs> is a little movie called a christmas wish no it wasn't a christmas movie at all actually uh it stars morgan freeman and kevin costner uh called robin hood and the prince of thieves mm-hmm. and the the main guy is hans gruber himself you twit like i had an action the- figure of him yes dude, <laughs> from robin I hood all- i don't know why he was the only one i had he was just there yes yeah, I had all the Robin Hood. I had Christian Slater as an action figure. Well, I think we cemented a bromance here. No, the they had they had these things. It's they, a Christmas miracle. They had these Robin Hood toys where they had these fucking tree looking things, and they'd have like a batarang thing, and they'd all fuck it. It was it was. Do you remember that scene in that movie where they fucking ambushed them, and they had all the traps I've never and seen shit? It. Oh, that movie's fucking brilliant. The only thing I remember is Alan Rickman being great in it, and I had his action yeah. figure because he was that good, and I was only like five. So I bought the toy. <laughs> Are you a fan of Harry Potter, Dave? Oh, I've never seen it, but I know Rickman's in it. Right. He's a Snipe oh. or Snake, or what is his fucking name? Yeah, uh, Professor Snape. Is he good or bad in that? I never understood. He's good, right? There's a what twist. Oh. Yeah, you, you gotta watch it. 
Oh, I just remember him saying, you twit. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, yeah, let's talk about Hans Gruber. Um, so we were watching it last night, and um, <laughs> there's a scene where, I mean, I, I think this is probably pretty infamous at this point, of where Hans Gruber uh, pretends to be a hostage. And oh, yeah. Escaped, and yeah, Clay. Yeah, he was like, how about Clay Bell or something? He was like... He was Clay like, Aiken. Uh, <laughs> American Idol runner-up number two. Um, that would be more... And then, and then Reginald L. Johnson was actually a Ruben Stutter. <laughs> I'm sorry for 2004. Uh, wow. <laughs> Those are the only two American Idol people I know. <laughs> you, you stopped watching after Ruben Stutter won? <laughs> no, I mean, I only think I saw the first two seasons. I don't even know I watched it. That's back in the day when it would, if it was on TV, you watched it, even if you hated it. Yeah, that was season two. When Rupert Stuttered won, we all lost. Yeah, but Fantasia, I think, got third place. Clay Aiken got second, and Ruben won. Why well, don't? Never mind. Anyway, never mind. I, I, right. I watch a lot of reality TV. Oh, we get it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. The scene in question here is um, he pretends to be the passenger, or not a passenger, but a hostage. And you said, um, they were like, how can John McClane not tell that that's his fucking voice? I mean, obviously, like, he kind of can, but or whatever. But that was a whole thing. They had to film that multiple times because the director was getting so pissed because he was like, your accent isn't American enough. <laughs> Dude, they suck. <laughs> and, like... It was bad. Yeah, it was it, so like, bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense it would be kind of bad because he's not, you know what I mean? Like, he's a British guy doing a German accent, doing a fucking American accent, but he's got to kind of have a German accent still. But he's actually right. British, right? Right. Well, and what's funny is Bruce Willis is actually from, I think I read, West Germany. <laughs> I thought he was from New Jersey. <laughs> no, no. His family moved to America, oh. but yeah, he's from Germany. Oh, no shit. Okay, yeah, which, which is kind of funny. That's he funny. Had to move yeah. when he was super young, though, because I don't, I, don't yeah. I don't hear any accent. Oh, none at all. Right. He, no, he sounds like he's from New Jersey, I think. <laughs> right. No, and but that's the thing. It, it wasn't so much like, could, like, I couldn't believe nobody understood. I couldn't believe as a character, John McClane didn't get it. Oh, he knew. Right. That's well, why yeah, he said he gave him the gun without the bullets. Well, then I'm fucking stupid then. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, but the, but the thing is that you picked up on that, and the director was actually trying to right. get him to bring that out. No, okay. So watching this movie, it's weird, man. I was watching it, and I can see why everyone loves this movie. Same. It's the perfect fucking balance of everything. I mean, there are... okay. There are, like, one or two minor fucking things that, like, problems that I have with it. Other than that, I was fucking dying laughing. And, like, to balance action and comedy. It's a cool movie. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's a cool movie. It moves along. It, it All the setups are different enough. And they all take place in the same building. And, and there's just a lot happening in the movie. But it all flows and moves really fucking nicely. And that was my biggest fear. It's like, oh, it's Die Hard. Like, I might probably just think it's meh. And then I fucking watched it and I was like, oh my god, you better slap your goddamn self. Because that's how I felt. Like, I was embarrassed. Yeah. Same. I was embarrassed. Like, this is one of the things where the people are like, you haven't seen Die Hard. Like, no, I they're right. Slap they're, myself. They're, they're right. They um, are it, right. It, it's a fun movie. And I think, had I watched it when I was younger, I probably would have actually really liked it. Yeah. It's yeah a, I can't see anybody hating it. 
<laughs> right, yeah. right, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember anybody protesting. I, I feel like I was kind of just boy. I feel like I was though because I was like, that's a that's a boys movie. Like it, I, in my head, I swear to God, like I was that girl for a while. Right now, it's also they, human nature. If everybody's like, you gotta see it, you gotta see it, you gotta see it. Yes. Like, you know what? I ain't watching it. You know <laughs> right. why? Because cause fuck you. That's why. That's just human you. nature. I, I do it. I've done it. It took me like 10, 20 years to watch the Lord of the Rings movies. I was like, I ain't watching those. Those are like eight hours long. It's like, but you love Peter Jackson. You watched all his old horror movies. I was like, I don't give a shit. I ain't watching it. <laughs> fuck Helms Deep. <laughs> fuck Vigo Morganson. <laughs> but you love Vigo. Yeah, but fuck him in that movie. Um. <laughs> No, another uh, little fun fact about Alan Rickman is, uh, like, his face is so extra when he's being dropped from the building. Yeah. Um, that it is. But, 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 no, he was actually really scared because um, they were dropping him 20 feet, like, onto an air mattress. Right. And um, they said, on three, we're going to drop you. <laughs> and they fucking dropped him on two. <laughs> Good call. Oh, shit. They're like, no, bye. Once you bye. That's fucking amazing. So, like, his face was, like, legit. That is an iconic scene, though. That's yeah. an iconic shot. Well, and I see oh, those yeah. things online all the time. They're like, if you start this movie at, like, 9, 12 at night on right. New Year's Eve, at midnight, you'll get Hans Gruber falling off the <laughs> That's classic. Like, no, that goes around, like, every year. Well, there's a couple. Okay, so there's a couple classic scenes slash shots in this movie. So that's one of them. Yeah. You got Bruce Willis crawling in the, in the fucking... Furnace. Air, uh, yeah, yeah. The TV uh, dinner line. The TV oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, what else? We got Yippee-Kaye, motherfucker, obviously. You got the one where he ties the fucking hose around him and swings into the fucking Oh, thing. my God, that was hilarious. That's so extra. Now, when the guy goes down the chute. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. He's going down the stairs, like, he, like, just easily glides down Oh, that, yeah, that, I don't know if that's a class, but that was probably one of my favorites. Like, I, I know it was meant to show, like, all oh, these guys planned it. But did he really know the layout so much? Because, like, that dude who's, like, I do that at work. I used to do that in the factory at work. I would not do that the first time I saw, like, a staircase like that. Was, like, that, the, uh, yeah. was that Tony or was that the other guy? The that was older the brother. dude. There's so, two brothers. The two brothers. Uh, was it the uh, meaner looking one or the first one with the ho, ho, ho? The Ivan Drago looking one. I don't know. Um. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. The one, the one he kills with the, the first one? Yes, I think so. Yeah, that, that's the best line when he kills the guy. That guy's one of the best bad guys in the movie. That's a shame he dies first because he's got a great I look about him. He against the wall? Yeah, they go down the stairs. Yeah. 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 No, like, yeah, I, that... I literally laughed out loud when that happened. Like, I'm one of those awkward people that will just, like, laugh at death scenes in movies. Um, oh, yeah. We went we, we went and seen House of Gucci. And oh, dude, House of Gucci, man. Oh, my God. No, first and, of all. And somebody dies in it, and it's supposed to be, like, a really serious moment. <laughs> Nothing I, fucking happens in that movie. Like, you think Ridley Scott, like, it's going to be somewhat decent. Oh, my God. That movie's just, it's just fucking two hours of people signing contracts. And then. Back and forth. Two and a half hours, finally, Adam Driver gets up enough guster to throw a plate against the wall. And I was like, oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> and then finally, the final fucking scene where I'm not going to say what if you don't know the real story, but something happens. And it's this emotional moment. And the whole fucking theater goes silent. And you just hear Lacey Glue go, ha ha! 
I, I have a story like that. Somebody told me. You guys know the story of Mice and Men? No. Oh, yeah, with Lenny and George. It's it's a famous book, and there's a, a couple film adaptations, one with Lon yes. Chaney Jr. and then one with uh, Gary Sinise and John Malkovich. It's, you know I the story, right? I your personal Mice and Men story. Malkovich? No. no. <laughs> I know Mice and Men. <laughs> so, uh... I mean, I don't know what they, I mean, we, we read it in school, but, um, I think he's fucking, he was watching this. He told me, and at the end, when he asked to shoot Lenny, um, which yeah, he fucking just started hysterically laughing and he couldn't stop. <laughs> and everybody was looking at him and the teacher's like, get out of here. Like kicked him out the hallway. Cause he was laughing hysterically and he couldn't stop. Isn't that fucked up? That's super fucked up. That's hilarious. I love though. it. Fucking Lenny. I love it. No, he deserved it. He was a pain oh, in the Come on, no, I, no, I'm, I'm that. just That's awkward fun. like that though. I'm I'm awkward as shit. Like I, I <laughs> like I think, but I think I expect more. Like I I cried on screen too. Okay, so what like, part? Oh, with Dewey. With Dewey and Randy. Yeah, any like, any no, normal like, person would. Pull up, no, like they, they were like <laughs> they were like high school or college kids sitting in front of me, and they're like, "Is she fucking serious?" Got the theme music in part two. That theme's Broken Arrow too, but yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, Travolta. Yeah, but that's that's, that's what made me like Dewey the best in the second one was probably that fucking theme music. Right. <laughs> Dewey looks like such a badass in the new one. Oh, spoiler, he survives four days. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, the last uh, fun fact that I have um, from the movie is actually, I, it's probably, Bruce Willis probably doesn't think it's fun, but when I was watching it, my favorite scene from the movie actually yeah. is this dude comes in with like an automatic and he comes in and Bruce Willis is like crawling under on the floor. Oh, yeah. Like trying to hide from him. And this dude is like, like, you don't think he's going to, like, shoot Bruce Willis at first? And then all of a sudden, like, he goes from, like, normal to psychotic in, like, one second. This yeah. is a dude. And he, like, hops on this table. He's like, oh, I'm going to kill somebody. Oh, I, the I Italian believe... guy? Yeah. Yes. I, I Marco? Is the... it Marco? I think it's the guy's name Marco. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I believe that's the line. He's like, oh, I'm going to kill somebody. And Bruce Willis, like, takes his gun and, like, shoots Five his dick shots. off. Yeah. yeah from underneath <laughs> Yeah, he's table. got that line where he's like, uh, word of advice, if you get a chance to shoot, kill somebody, don't hesitate. And then he fucking right. shoots point taken or something like that (laughs) all the bad guys in this movie are fantastic they're all like either character actors you recognize or just have like distinguishing marks or features about them or accents this is also like one of the first movies that i can think of where they were like group of international terrorists take over and then like every movie after that they're like well we got under siege now it's a group of international terrorists and it's like every movie was international terrorists after that and they're all just random like four or five europeans and a black guy and a texan and whatever just mix it up and it gives a lot of good nice little character traits in there why is casey fucking ride back on my train <laughs> <laughs> Number two, under siege, two dark territory. Yes. Wow. One of the best. One of my favorite fucking movies of all time. Mike. I love it. It's better than the first one because it's on the front. It totally is. Under siege two. Captain Heigl in it. Yeah, dude. The bad guys are great in part two. Out of who knows. Oh, like, you gotta talk about uh, the the person the the cameo that you noticed. Find the porter. What? No, uh, the little girl. <laughs> uh, who? Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, yeah, no, we were looking uh, in the beginning of Die Hard, and the little girl gets on the phone, and I was like, that's Mary Elizabeth Winstead when she grows up. <laughs> was that not really her? Well, no, it's not really her, but... Uh, oh, I thought that was her! Oh, no, 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 
no, that's that's who she she plays John's daughter in later. In, oh, I in like well, the well sixth now one. I feel even stupid. <laughs> no, because I thought that was really her. So, I mean, the age would make sense. <laughs> like, would it not? I mean, it could be, but I don't. Oh, I don't yeah. even remember how she looks. I mean, this movie's got a great cast, though. I mean, it wouldn't I be uh, everybody's in it. Like Paul Gleason's in this. He's funny as fuck. Cause at first he comes oh, in, he's all like, he's so demanding. He yeah. What was that? Yeah. But then at, by the end of the movie, he's like, whatever. He's all defeated. <laughs> like, right. Like I feel like they messed with the bulls, but they didn't get the horns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. he, he fucking sucks. <laughs> he fucked up. <laughs> well, he's actually that one line where he was like, oh, I guess we gotta get more police officers or SWAT guys. Oh, no, we gotta get more FBI guys. That that actually okay. So there's two moments. That was one of the moments where. I thought it was a little bit too much. I mean, I get it. Like, I just think that the action and everything, everything with the comedy, it's it's balanced. And then that line was just a little bit too much for me. But Dave, did you also realize the uh, <laughs> who the who the electric guy was? Uh, oh, Rick Dukeman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love Rick Dukeman. He's Snick, and he's in the Burbs. Yeah, he's in a uh, Last Boy Scout. I think he's in that for a second. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, that guy. He's, he's fucking he's great. All the coke and scary movie as Cindy. <laughs> he's got the best line in that movie. He's like, and the sick bastards planted drugs all over the house. <laughs> I cry when he says that. <laughs> and don't forget to flush my stash. Yeah. Oh my god. That fucking guy. Well, I, didn't, I didn't get to finish my fun fact. Oh, you went to the bathroom. Nobody even knew until what you just you said mean? that. No, no you don't can't. come in and say uh, you interrupted me. You no, straight you really, just left. No, you really did. <laughs> you interrupted me five minutes ago when I was talking about the dude that was shooting under the table. No, you shot him at the table. You I cut me up. We I were talking about Mary Elizabeth Winston. No. All right, go ahead. <laughs> You're a dick. All right, go ahead. All right, so. Well, like I said, Bruce Willis probably would not think this is a fun fact because so he's pointing the gun up and they use blanks, right? Right. Yeah. So he shoots well, the guy. Well, they're supposed so, to Alec Baldwin. We're not going there. Um. So he shoots the gun though, and they use blanks, and it was so loud that he lost two thirds of his hearing, permanent hearing damage from being in Die Hard. Holy shit! So like right? when you see him go, what? Like, he really can't hear people, so, like, in movies and, like, in real so life. So he does that weird turnaround thing and stares at the screen, he's just, like, deaf? I, 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 <laughs> yeah. think, I, I think so. I think that's, like, part of it. So, yeah, he's been deaf, like, two-thirds deaf from this movie. Wow. Oh, in both of his ears or just one? I think I think it was just one, but, like, Holy so, yeah. Shit. I'd be pissed. Five million dollars is worth it, though, I guess. I got tinnitus <laughs> in one of my ears. It's a motherfucker. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. But yeah, those were all the facts I dug up that I thought were interesting anyways. I wish I had a pot. You wish you had some pot? See, that make, that line makes sense now. Pulp Fiction, never mind. All right. Okay. Um, no, I think one of the biggest surprising moments of the movie, though, was when they killed, uh, what, what is his name? Uh, Mr. Naka, I can't say it. I can never say it. Nakatomi? Nakatomi. Well, I kept saying, knock it to me last night. <laughs> Give it to my baby. Sorry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow, um, that's not what that's all You're welcome. <laughs> um, but okay, pretty fly for Lacey Lou. But no, I didn't think they were going to kill him off so early. Yeah. I mean, yeah. his brain like, splattering was pretty kind of made you jump, too. And when Bruce Willis was watching that, he couldn't see Hans Gruber, right? He couldn't right. see him. He could just hear yeah. him. 
Yeah, because for a split second, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did he see him when he shot his brains out? Because he's fucking in the hallway later. I was like, he must not have. I think it was like well, a shot where he couldn't see him. And at this point, it's debatable whether he heard him as well. <laughs> like, I yeah. feel like Hans Gruber's plan was like flawed from the get. Though. Fuck, I got a confession to make. What? Fuck. I never thought I'd say this. Please don't kill me, guys. I thought Alan Rickman's name in real life was Hans Gruber. <laughs> the longest time. <laughs> For the longest wow. time. What do you like, think he's just playing himself? Yeah. <laughs> you hear that name so much, though, as a villain, Hans Gruber, that I just assumed that it was an actor's name. I would have never admitted that if I were you. I know. I'm, I'm going to get murdered, huh? Yeah. Anyways, so um, I feel like his plan was flawed from the jump, though, because uh, one of the lines in the movie is she's like, oh, you're just a petty thief because, like, you're wondering what the fuck he's doing as a villain. Obviously, like, he's, like, needing information or he's going to steal something, right? Right. One of the two. And he's like, my detonators. Where are my <laughs> detonators, John McClane? And, like, he's so, like, overworked up over these fucking detonators. And he was just like, why don't you just take the money? And he was just like, when it's $600 million, you want to make them think you're dead. So, like, okay. They don't know who you are. There's plenty of people that have died in this building that could have I th- easily... I think they showed him, though, later on the news <laughs> that he was alive. Yeah, they did. They had him under, they Did figured out who it was. Okay. I just don't know if it was before or after he freaked out like that. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I mean, because he's like, my detonators. But I feel like, <laughs> I mean, that's such an extra fucking plan. Right. He's going to kill everybody. He's going to blow up all the hostages, too, because you got to have at least several bodies to hide another dead body within there, right? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, at least he wasn't, like, completely evil to the guy that was trying to help him. That supposedly knew John McClane, right. and they gave him a coke. Oh yeah, yeah that guy. Coke. That guy was a fucking moron. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel sucks. like that would be somebody that we know. So many snitches in this world. It could be anybody. It's so cathartic to see that guy get shot, though, just because you're so like bad. all these guys like that just like talk their way in the jobs. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, and right. then, like they just get everything handed to them. They fall upwards their entire life. Right. I feel like that'd be Mike Merriman. I feel. Like- I no, Mike like Merriman's that's... not a smooth talker. No, 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 no. Mike Merriman would be like, can I have that Coke to stay awake? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of need it. Um, no. I... <laughs> Worst hostage ever. <laughs> Do you think that John McClane, like every every question you ask Mike, like before he answers the next question, he like repeats your question first. You're like, why do you got to repeat my question? Just answer the question. <laughs> Instead you, of die no, hard, no. it's try hard to stay awake. No, you're right. That is exactly who Mike is. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't see who's that guy. No, like, you just say like a thing. generalized statement, and he's like, like, so I'll be like, yeah, I liked the pizza I had last night, but was it like the best pizza you ever had, or was it just like you liked it? No, no, he's all about his punch. Mike is pretty dead on, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike Merriman, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, All right. Um, no, but that that scene though was great, and that was another one that you just fucking laughed at when they just shot him. <laughs> like when well, they we knew it was coming. When they killed Mr. Nakatomi, like I knew that was coming, but then like they shot him, and you were like, oh shit. You know he's ruthless. He's a ruthless villain. Where does he rank up? Where does Hans Gruber rank on your villain list of all time? Me. Dave Parker. Okay, good. <laughs> As far as like the international terrorist kind of guys like those or yeah. like gang gang bad guys, I got a couple I put above him. Right. I like uh, 
Clarence Bodiger from RoboCop, I think, is better. Oh, my God. Red Foreman? Yeah, I think he's one of my favorites, if not my favorite, like, human villain. And then I got uh, Larry Drake, Robert G. Durant from Dark Man. I like better. It cuts off Larry Drake, wait, hold on. Dave, Dave, Dave. We just watched the Tales from the Crypt episode with him and Santa Claus. Oh, and I was saying, yeah. I kept saying, it's fucking Larry Drake. Oh, and you were like, who the fuck is Larry Drake? No, and the chick from the Tales from the Crypt all through the house. She's in this. Is, she's the reporter. She's the news reporter. Yeah. That oh, was- yeah, that lady's in 100 things. She was, I think she was married. Was she married to fucking um, Joel Silver or one of these? Oh. I think she was. She's in Lethal Weapon as well. She's also in Monster yep. Squad and the fucking Goonies. She's in a million oh. movies. She's in all the Lethal Weapons. She's a psychiatrist. The police. Yeah, yeah she's she the is. mother in the Goonies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. She's also the mother of Monster Squad. Yes. She's in everything. Yeah, she's definitely fucking Joel Silver. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like Hans Gruber, but like when I think of villains, he's not one of my all-time favorites. I think he's one of the best, just not a personal favorite. Does that make sense? Like, I love yeah, him. I, you know and what I, I think? Really like John yeah. Lithgow and Cliffhanger. I know Cliffhanger's not like a, a people don't love it, but I love it. And John Lithgow is great in it. So that's I, another. Of those guys I like, like the terrorist kind of guys or group villain guys. Uh, Dave, have you been watching Dexter? No, I, I never watched Dexter. Yeah, so don't spoil it for him because he will eventually. Well, he said Lithgow, so I got. We know. Yeah, this mean, you didn't even finish that season. So I was thinking about Harry and the Henderson. Like, you guys were mentioning Bigfoot earlier. That's what I was thinking. Like I don't even know don't why you're like watching you know. the new season when you're still on season four. I don't. I don't. I don't even need fucking content. I know what happens. That's because Pe- I caught you. No, up. because people are horrible and they spoil shit. So I already know what the fuck happens. No, uh, funny enough, we're talking about TV. Uh, one thing I asked Dan last night as we were watching, because, you know, it's about terrorists and everything, and oh. we've been watching a little bit of 24. I was like, do you think that Die Hard inspired 24? Dave? Uh, I mean, I, I didn't watch, uh, i seen only 24 here and there. I wasn't, I'm not a big TV guy, but, like, you look at Die Hard, and it definitely inspired, like, every action movie after, like, all the <laughs> international, all the terrorist movies and stuff like that. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it definitely inspired so many, any of the terrorist movies. There's millions of ripoffs of Die Hard, where it's just like, we're trapped in this building, we're trapped on a boat, we're trapped on a train, we're trapped on a plane. Every fucking Passenger 57, every fucking movie now is, there's a group of terrorists. You know. (laughs) Yeah, there's Air Force One, there's Passenger 57. (laughs) But they're all entertaining for the most part. But Die Hard, I, I think, is like the first one, right? Yeah, I remember seeing that, and then, like like you said, every movie after that, I mean, look at Executive Decision, even. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> when the guy's all fucked up in the plane and he can't do it, so he's gonna tell fucking Kurt Russell how to do it. Like, that movie's so extra. No, but, like, it, it's tough, though. It's like, okay, this is an OG, and you have to give it its props for when it came out, right? So if it was one of the originals, then you gotta give it its props just for on that merit alone but fuck i felt stupid watching this movie because like you said each villain is so uh multi-dimensional they all you can tell them all apart um it's fucking funny i mean the action is fucking fantastic and it's all balanced and i think that for me personally watching any action movie is key you know one of my favorite action movies of all time is true lies and it's because right like that's great curtis dancing and then like you get the michael myers in the back right the gif stop it stop you just ruined true lies for Ah. me 
No, uh, but <laughs> but I mean everybody in that movie is fantastic, and the comedy. Even Tom Arnold. Even to, well, especially Tom Arnold. I mean, Tom Arnold really never does a bad job. I know people like I think they think he's like a punchline, but every movie I've ever seen him pop in, he always does a good job. Have you seen the Stupids? Yeah. It's been a while, but I remember the, the end of that movie, he gives the guy the directions, right? And he gives him all the wrong car directions home. That's I mean. No, I love that movie. I love Carpool. Carpool was fantastic. I want to be sedated. Ba, 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 ba. Isn't he in Exit Wounds, too? Oh, my God, he is with DMX. Oh my. And he's Anthony paired up with Anthony Anderson, isn't he? And they're like comic comic uh, relief. I remember he's in one of those fucking movies. I can't remember which one. And oh, you're right. Like, Dave, you're so versatile and he is. Like, yeah. He is. You're a gem. You really are. You know that? I was I was always intimidated when when I listened to Dave because talking with those other guys and stuff. I mean, I am the epitome of a basic bitch when it comes to horror movies, but I'm open to them and I enjoy the ride. It's just again going back to what we said earlier. There's always somebody there to take you down, and if people really fucking knew like how basic I was, and then I listen to somebody like Dave and I'm like. Holy shit. And I know everybody. But you're has, getting better, though. I am. I'm slowly gaining on you. Nah, everybody has their weak spots, though. Like, there's certain right. things. Like, if we hit, like, the late 90s, like, I'm not. There's certain time frames I'm terrible at. Like, just like, that's with everybody. Like, and that's why I won't take certain people's opinion on certain things. Like, I won't. I will listen to them, but I was like, I, I don't really care. What, you know what I mean? So, like, so you're going to listen to the award winners and ask Dave Z? <laughs> no, you know what I've done? Um, we did that trivia um, that JP and um, uh, Brandon posted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I made a point to watch every fucking question that I missed. Um, what do you mean? Uh, like, so I, I made, like, I missed, like, three the thing questions, so. Oh, so the movies of yeah, the questions. Or, like, okay. or the, like, the era or genre that, like, so I've watched uh, Event Horizon now. I've People watched, don't know like, how psycho like, you are. Like, no, clear, it's crazy. No, like, I want to be the best. Oh, we know. And so my next feat is going to be Giallos. Or is that, is that how you say it? Yeah, giallos or gialli. Some people don't. <laughs> some people will argue they're like giallis. It's it's gonna be giallos. It's like who gives a fuck? You can call them giallis in plural, or you can just say giallos. Who gives a fuck? Right. No, I definitely have like such weak spots in um a lot of genres, um, subgenres of horror. Which um obviously sci-fi horror was it was definitely up there. Right. And that was definitely my downfall. Um. And, like, not knowing, like, directors' names and things like that. Like, I feel like I've come more accustomed with, like, looking into that stuff. Also, like, casting directors and, like, I'm paying more attention to that shit. So when we redo it, I'm not only going to be, like... No, more importantly, we'll be like, Joel Silver! And then Lacey Wu will be like... He fucked that bitch No, 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 you'll be like... You'll be like... Mark Swift and like just nobody. <laughs> no, I do that to you. You do that to me, but it's funny. It'll be like the costume designer. Oh, baby, it's Mark. <laughs> I do that when I'm watching movies with people. I'm like, you know who that is? They're like, I have no fucking clue who that is. I'm like, that's the guy in this, and he was with this guy and this, and then they were in this together. They're like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I do. Oh, no, I, what was it? No, so like Dan will like try to like make me feel really stupid like when I don't get. Or, like, I can't figure out who somebody is, or... So, like, the other day we went and seen House of Gucci, and, like, I must have blocked out from my mind that it was Jared Leto that was playing this character. Yeah, how did you... He don't even look like Jared Leto, though, in that movie, does he? He's, like, all, like... No, no, he kind of looks like Ron Jeremy. He kind of looks like Ron Jeremy. Like, a a thin version of Ron Jeremy. Dave, 
The movie is so bad. That was my favorite performance of this year, Jared Leto. Oh, my God. Anyway, so, but I was just like, who is that? He looks really familiar. And, and Dan goes, baby. I got like, he gets mad at me pissed. and, like, makes me feel like I'm the dumbest fucking person alive. Well, you should fucking and, know that Jared Leto was on screen murdering it. And, no, um, I think this happened yesterday. I can't remember what it was we were watching, but you're like, who is that? Josh Holloway. Oh, no. And so one of his favorite shows of all time, I can't remember why I was looking at Josh Holloway now. Because... Uh, oh, I don't know either. Oh, because he's in the new show, uh, a new movie. Oh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody's talking about that show. And so Dan was like, who was in that? And I was naming off names. He goes, oh, yeah, Josh Holloway. And I was like, you don't really fucking know who that is. Which I know that he does know who that is. <laughs> because it's one of his favorite shows of all time, Being Lost. And he quotes Sawyer. Like, or See, I, I don't know who that is. I don't watch that much TV, though. So I'm no, but it's like, just, if it comes to that, I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. It's like, right. it's like his top three shows of all time. <laughs> and the fact that he didn't know who it was, like, and the fact that I got to make him feel stupid because I'm not a name person um, because he does it to me all the time. It felt really empowering. And you know what? He was like, oh, so this is what that feels like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this doesn't feel good being fucking berated. Yeah, I don't No, like you make me feel stupid. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. I love you. It doesn't feel good. No. No. It doesn't. <laughs> no. Like, no, we'll, we'll be watching the opening credits of a movie, and he'll be like, oh, Joe Dante. And then I'll just come in, and I'll be like, Nikki Williams. He's like, who's Nikki Williams? I'm like, my sister. He's like, oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's not in that movie. <laughs> no, we're just really stupid. But, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into the ending of Die Hard. Okay. What part? Well, we did talk about him falling out of the building. Oh, well, actually, I kind of want to talk about the love interest. Um, Bruce Willis actually suggested for this actress to be, play his wife, which I thought they didn't have any chemistry at all. Uh, not a lot, but I think that was probably purposeful. I don't know. Because they're what do you, separated? Yeah, what do you think, Dave? I don't know. Uh, once you say it, I never noticed it, but it, it's not... It's not too connected, but they're not with each other at all. Barely. They have the one scene in the hotel room and then they're separated throughout the entire or the office room. And then they're separated until the very end. And towards the end, they're, they're more likely to be like they seem to have a little bit more chemistry towards the end. Right. But I will I will say this. This kind of started like the whole fucking uh, somebody gets punched in the face at the end of a fucking Bruce Willis movie. And they, they're like in a blanket. It happens in striking distance. I feel like it happens in every one of his movies after this. Like. Somebody yeah. punches, like, an authority figure or an asshole in their face at the very end. <laughs> right. But, but, see, the thing is, though, like, Hans Gruber, like, has her as hostage and is, like, trying to make it. Like, Bruce Willis comes down looking like Billy fucking Loomis. Like, Well, back to Billy Loomis, same thing. The guy pops up at the end and they shoot and Carl Winslow fucking shoots him. Yeah, same thing. in yeah. the head. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, I mean, he does, like, Bruce Willis does the Billy Loomis fake out of, like, I'm going to act like I'm injured, but I'm really fucking not. Oh, and right. Like, you know, like, I mean, obviously. But, like, <laughs> I love that he tapes the gun on his back with fucking wrapping, like, tape, too. Christmas yes. tape. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're saying Bruce Willis got it from Skeet Ulrich from a movie that came <laughs> well, out. Well, no, I'm later. just saying that, like, I mean, this is my first time watch, so this is what, like, I have Rever- to it's, like, it's, it's not, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not like it's actually taken from that. If anything, it took from that. Well, right. But um, I just thought it was funny and that he's clearly not as injured as he's playing to be in his brown tank top that is now white again. Um, 
And ironically, Anthony Anderson's famous line in Scream 4 Fuck is... Bruce Willis. <laughs> but he, Dave's never seen that one. So oh, like, yeah. it'll have so much more context now, though, when yeah. he does. Um... <laughs> Dave's like, I'm not going to no, watch I, this I, fucking movie. Like, I just didn't believe that. Like, I mean, obviously he's there, and that's the point. But I just felt like the actors could have had more chemistry. You know what I liked about that, though? I did like with the name change, how he was pissed about yeah, the yeah. And then that's how they didn't know, obviously, in the beginning that that was his wife. I did like that. I thought that was cool. I felt like I kind of knew that, though. Right. Well, it's it's a like, very... It's formulaic. It's kind of ge- a generic... Is that a word? Uh, formulaic. Formulatic. For, formal... What? Formulatic. No. That's not a word? That is not. Dave, that's not a word? Don't ask me. a word, but I don't know what it means. Formulatic. <laughs> like it's formulaic form- is a word, but formulatic... <laughs> No? Okay. Wow. I, I make up my own words over here. Do, do, do. Marijuana. I don't smoke marijuana. <laughs> That's that half-baked right there. <laughs> yeah, I do that to my foreman at work when he forgets something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you guys. So. Hey, God, you killed my dog? I believe in you. <laughs> I don't know why I believe in it. <laughs> A bromance has definitely been formed tonight, you guys. It's always, like, such so fun. The robbery's what's important now. Ow. (laughs) Stupid ass. I watched that so many times. That and dirty work all the time. Oh, my God. Dirty work is one of our fucking favorites as well. No, that's one of your favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he picked that for a family movie night. So trashy. My favorite line, which I won't finish here, but you hungry, girl? That's my favorite line of. Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she says more than that, don't she? <laughs> yes. I wasn't uh, talking uh, to you. I was talking to the horse. <laughs> this horse is a diabetic. <laughs> All right, off. I could do that whole movie. I just gave him some popcorn and some. Oh, <laughs> Make your mouth go. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. As much fun as this movie that I've only seen once. <laughs> Stop the hate child. Wow. I feel like that was a direct. Did you just snort? Twice. Sorry. Did you hear this? On backwards through a cornfield, Thurgood. You guys are ridiculous specimens. He had sex with my mama. <laughs> no wonder he smoked a pound of weed. <laughs> I feel oh, like man. I need to get baked to continue this conversation with you fucks. No, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I'm going to make a run for a beat. Sit down, man. He's never going to stop now, Dave. You see what you fucking did? He's, He's gonna... never going to stop. He's never going to stop. Like, this that podcast Gary is going to end. his brother? No, man, it's Andy Garcia's brother. Oh, he's still going to... Wow. <laughs> now, that's a titty. <laughs> Yes, Cuban B. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, Cuban B. All right, I have the face of Jim Brewer. Does that count? <laughs> Fully, man. You know, actually, he got canceled. Apparently, he I can't remember what he got canceled for, but he was supposed to come to <laughs> Iowa, and I, I don't know if he actually came or not, but I remember we, I was gonna buy you tickets. Yeah, it, it got canceled. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he wasn't, he wasn't, he thinks that it's stupid for people to be vaccinated or something, and like they I have mean, to be vaccinated to go to the show or something. I don't know, but he also was just like he was getting to that old man screams at Cloud Point too, like online, like right. when you start like freaking out, like you know what I mean. I'd just be like, eh, if I didn't like it, I'd be like whatever. 
(laughs) (laughs) The second you start screaming, it's just like everybody thinks you're crazy no matter what you're saying. Well, I didn't know that he was Goat Boy for like the longest time. (laughs) 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 That's good. No, no, SNL in the 90s was, I think, my personal favorite. I know a lot of people love the 80s, but like I love like the Chris Farley. The 70s and the 90s were the best. The, yes. the, the Chris Farley, like Patrick Swayze, Chippendales, uh, Norm, 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 Chris Farley, and Sandler were the best for my. Uh, I like those the best. Norm right? McDonald as Bob Dole. No, but it's still Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Dole. Peanut butter. Get out of Bob Dole's chair. Everybody knows that's Bob Dole's chair. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I love that Bob Dole did a tribute to Norm. <laughs> he did on his Twitter. Did he? Yeah, he said. Bob Dole. But why the fuck is Bob Dole still alive and not Norm McDonald? So it's like a closeness to yeah. us. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I love Jim Carrey doing that at the Roxbury or like you're blocking the bubble jet, sir. <laughs> like when he's like the lifeguard of the hot tub. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> like there's so many great episodes, but uh, back on track to Die Hard, you guys. Wow. Uh, that was a tailspin of uh, Half-Baked meets SNL. Oh, that was fantastic. That was my favorite. Okay. Uh, no, I, okay. So here's one thing that I think that, so the limo driver, I think. I'm a limo driver. I think he could have been implemented better. I understand that he played somewhat of comic relief. He did see the guy from Walker, Texas Ranger. You know, we just watched uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah. And I, I know that this movie came way before that, but it was kind of reminiscent of that with the limo. Brothers bop, 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 barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I thought it was fun. Uh, I liked the aspect and that he just seen this ambulance coming and like uh, Bruce Willis calls him on the phone and he was just like, all right. And like the phone dies and he was just like, come on, you hear these bop, these shots being fired. And the limo driver is just like chilling in the backseat of the limo. He's like, this is my first time driving a limo. Well, he, he's horrible. <laughs> And not only that, he's uh, he finally turns on the radio. Maybe he is the worst character. In the That's movie. what I'm saying. No, he finally turns on the radio after hearing about it on the fucking news or something. Right. <laughs> and he I mean, there's a lot with that guy just for that end catching that other guy, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there is That's... a lot for that guy. Yes. That's what I mean. I th- Okay, so I thought that, yeah, there would be a bigger payoff because obviously they have the communication with the CB radios. And the whole thing, I thought that he was literally going to help him like the porter did with Stephen Skull and Under Siege 2. Now, with that said, the the amount of screen time that he got, in my eyes, is completely unjustified. Um, the I want to say, like, th- this just reminds me of just, like, extraness, like, encompass. Thank you. Pretty much, like me as a person. So on that tank that rolled up to the building, like, that scene, it seemed like... A little extra for me. Like, the movie seems grounded in a lot of ways and a lot of the action and a lot of the fight scenes with Bruce Willis. Even when he's fucking swinging into windows. That seemed a little unrealistic. I, uh, how they set up a fucking, just a fucking big cannon and they fire at it. Like, it just seemed like, is this really happening? 
Like, I feel like they would have sent in a lot more fucking SWAT a lot more sooner if these dudes just fucking straight up took out a tank. Uh, after they take out the tank, though, they have hostages. I don't know what they would have done. Because it's such a big building, too, right? And they already had that major explosion, so they know they could easily just blow the whole fucking place up if they wanted. And they think they don't think they're dealing with money terrorists. They think they're dealing with like ideological, like ideological, ideological, whatever the fuck you guys know what I'm saying. Fucking crazy people, (laughs) crazy people that run (laughs) fucking shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, that's all the guys. I really don't have that much more to say except a couple things just like to fill out the cast. Like, did you guys notice one of the terrorists was Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters 2? No. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You mentioned yeah. that because you were like, "That's the guy that's trying to shut it down." You mentioned that last night. Yeah, he's he's Wait, in there. You don't he's remember one, saying that last night? You're like the guy from Ghostbusters. No, that's not the villain. Wait, hold on. The Carpathian. The he gets blown up with a C4. There's two terrorists that get blown up. He's one of them. Yeah. Oh, so we're talking about two different things then. Is there another guy from Ghostbusters in there? Yeah, Ghostbusters 2, the guy. That's yeah. what he just said. No, Vico oh. the Carpathian's in Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, he's the main baddie in that. And he's in, he's in one of the terrorists in this one. And one of the other dudes, the Asian terrorist, Al Leone, that dude's been a, in a fucking a goon in so many movies. He's been fucking killed by, like, Stel- uh, Arnold and fucking Van Damme and so many people in Lundgren. That dude's been in a hundred fucking movies. So it's, like, it's perfect <laughs> that he's in this one, too. Oh, and then yeah. you got Robert Davi in here, which was nice to see. Uh, Why does that name sound familiar? He's one of the brothers in The Goonies. Oh, the that's yeah. Yeah. Robert Davi. He's yeah. the, one of the uh, FBI guys. The other FBI guy is the guy from uh, Lethal Weapon 2. So it gives him one of the actors who gets killed in fucking Lethal Weapon series and Die Hard series. So that's kind of fun. Right. So, I mean, and yeah, Paul Gleason, Reginald L. Johnson. It's got a great cast. Like I said, you know, it's amazing cast in here. Oh, the Texan. He's in Action Jackson. I feel like there's a bunch of people in Action Jackson. Ellie owns in Action Jackson, too. So there's a lot of similarities. Yeah, dude. And the guy I'm thinking of is William Atheron. He's the guy who tries to shut the Ghostbusters down. He's yeah, in- he's in the Ghostbusters, too. Yeah, he's the dickhead reporter, and he plays almost oh. the same character in Ghostbusters. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, and that that's so weird though that there's two Ghostbusters connections and we just released our Ghostbusters show today. Yeah, that's that's strange. That is weird. In the neighborhood. <laughs> who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Well he said that's that is strange, you know in the neighborhood yeah, never mind. All right, <laughs> uh, I was singing the song. All right, continue, Mr. Paca. Oh that that's pretty much all I had on that. Just some little character actors in there and stuff. Yeah. Well, you think we should rate this film, you guys? I think it's about that time. All right, Mr. Parker, how many detonators wow. do you give this movie? <laughs> I'm going to give it five out of five. You guys do five, right? Yes. I mean, it, it's it's pretty you much. You guys say it like detonators, though. <laughs> detonators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what it's was like, that? I, you, I can't do it. I can't do a Hans Gruber. What was that you said? Yippee Kai A. Yippee Kai A. It's hard to do. One, two, three. Uh, wow. <laughs> All right, so why do you give it five out of five detonators? I mean, it's one of the best action movies by a very strong action director. Same guy who did Predator and fucking yes. Last Action Hero, Die Hard 3. The guy's got a great track record. I, I love all his movies. They're all entertaining as shit. He shoots action, entertaining, and somewhat realistic. But, I mean, and, and he no action's realistic. But I just love it. Great cast, great acting, and the setup's been ripped off a million times, and this one's still the best of the bunch. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. I I I agree with Dave. This is a five out of five. No, I did, you gotta say it properly. It's five out of five detonators. Uh, that was Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, see, I can't do Hansa. I can't do him either. I just turned you a bad arm. Twit. I can do that. I can do Rickman from no, that fucking. That still sounded like. I can Arnold. still. I can do Rickman from fucking Prince of Thieves. You mean more like Rick Moranis from Ghostbusters? That's fucked up. No, there's <laughs> enough people from Ghostbusters in this. No. So, like Dave said, though, the cast, there's so many recognizable actors just even in the background. And I think this is honestly one of my personally, my favorite fucking performances by Bruce Willis. I thought he was so fucking funny. What about uh, Armageddon? Well, he's great in that, too. But, okay, the thing I love about his character in this is the fact that there's usually a point, um, you know, and it probably would have happened when he took his wife and, and had her hostage... But Bruce Willis never backs down. They're always fuck, and he's still like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie. He never is just like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. He's just like, no, fuck you, I'm coming for you. And I just loved that fucking attitude. And I love, obviously, the Christmas background. Obviously, it, it doesn't really take the forefront, but it's everywhere. This is undeniably... This is a Christmas present in the limo. This is a fucking Christmas action movie, if there ever was one. Um, it's a five out of five. I didn't think it was going to be that high, to be honest with you. And as I'm watching it, I go, holy fuck, this is an amazing movie. And and I got super excited, and that's where I'm at right now. I'm super stoked on that movie. I want to I start a tradition and watch it every Christmas because it is unlike a lot of Christmas movies yeah. in that it's an action movie, and it's a nice change of pace from the type of fucking bullshit that we watched this year. <laughs> Well, I make you watch a lot Christmas of Christmas and hand holiday and hand anyway, no, you don't even fuck. you don't even watch like I post these movies. He acts like he watches them with me. He doesn't. I watch a couple with you. You Barely. just walk in and then complain and walk out. It yes. Basically. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Thank it's you. so funny though. It might even bring me more joy. Than no. You. He was like the other night. He's like play the most ridiculous Christmas movie ever. I want to watch this with you. I want to embrace what you do. I want to have fun with you. And she and, fucking turned that bullshit on. I was and like, then he fuck sh- this shut shit. Shut it off. This is fucking absurd. Uh, Get this where, shit I think we played Let It Snow. <laughs> and I'm such an asshole. I wouldn't even go see Frozen. I was like, I ain't going to see that. Right. I, I don't think that makes you an asshole. I mean, that's animated, so that's like a whole in- other entity. I mean, I like animated, but I just don't want to see Frozen. <laughs> I mean, that's not even a Christmas movie. It, I, I mean, it's about Christmas. Like, it's just like people want me to go see it. Like they watch shitty movies with me, and then I'm like, Can, when I see Frozen, I'm like, no, nah, that's a no for me, dog. Okay, Dave. <laughs> and then Dave sees a, then he sees an Olaf fucking uh, action figure, and he hates it even more. Like I get it. No, I don't hate it. I just don't give a shit. I do. No, like I, I think I'm nostalgic to it not only because it's I, I only have one sister and this movie Frozen is about two sisters, and also my best friend's daughter. Like I was very present like when she was growing up and like Frozen came out and like she used to freeze me like Princess Elsa would freeze people. I mean, it's, and, if, if like it's my nephews or something or niece or whatever they wanted something from yeah. it, I'd buy it. It's not like I hate it. I'm not boycotting the fucking movie. I just didn't want to see no. it in theaters. I just love that I know the pop culture reference just because of that. Dave, yank um, Frozen from them and show them Last Action Hero instead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my rating of Die Hard, you guys. Yes. Um, I'm dying to know. I don't think you are. I am. No, I am. Oh. Um. Okay. So my top two action films of all time. Um. And number one is Face Off. Number two is Con Air. 
Armageddon is probably number three. Where's True Lies? Uh, Why do you hate True Lies? I don't hate True Lies. I really like True Lies. What the fuck? Uh, Kindergarten Cops, like, probably number five, but I feel like... It's not a tumor. But but that's not even an action movie. So I feel like this film has edged its way to my top five. Um, yeah, Whoa. no, I had so much fucking fun you with did. this movie. You did. We had a blast. Um, I feel like this. had I not seen Vampire in Brooklyn, though, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous. Who says that? Nobody says that ever. No, I just did about anything. I, I'm Lucy Blue, but that's like true. the limo thing, and no, and then we watched Home Alone too, and it has the limo, and then you know, Blank Check has the limo, and this just has the limo, and it just isn't feels- Rick Dukeman the fucking limo driver in Blank Check. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. It's the same guy from Scary Movie? That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Dukeman. Yeah. So. Oh, my we, God. It just came full circle, you guys. So, like, wow. it's definitely um, an era of this feeling. And as I was watching this movie last night, I got the feeling of the era that, like, I grew up in. And, like, just because I've just now seen it. Yeah. Um, It, it brought me back to that feeling. You know, of, yeah. of what I watched when I was a kid. And it, it meant a lot to me. It really did. And I didn't think I'd get, like, emotional talking about it. But, like, um, it, it, it gave me that feeling. And they don't make movies like this anymore. They just don't. And I feel like this movie is very special. And um, I'm definitely going to hold it near and dear, even though it was a first-time watch for me. Like, it's a special wow. it's, a, it's a special movie. And um, without a doubt, it's a Christmas movie. Like, I watched a movie called fucking 12 Wishes of Christmas. <laughs> and... That was set in California, and this movie is more Christmas than a movie called Twelve Wishes of Christmas, <laughs> bitch, which for a good hairstyle. Like, I mean, wow. Like, no, like, so I'm just saying, like, it's better than a Hallmark movie. Like, it, right? Like, it, it, it feels special. It feels like a product of its times. It feels like it's not even just a part of its times, but it feels like it held up from like what year did this come out like 1988 i think 88 i think yeah and you know 40 years later almost or 35 years later i guess um it holds up and it felt special and i'm so glad you could join us for this dave and i'm so glad i could watch it with you baby and um i'm really glad that um we could all do this together and i really hope you want to come back and podcast with us again dave yeah yeah it was fun that's just planted drugs all in the house and the sick bastard planted drugs all over the house. Unless you're gonna do that. Unless you're gonna do that, then just just quote random comedy movies like as me and Derek. That's what me <laughs> and Derek do. Fucking movies that have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> uh, no, thank you so much though uh, for coming on for this episode, Dave. Obviously, like Lacey Lou said in the beginning of the episode, it's been a long time coming. Um, We've been friends for a little bit now. But I think oh, we're yeah. going to be even better friends now. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Like, I always love talking to him, but I always admired you as not only as, you know, um, doing your podcast stuff, doing all of your YouTube stuff. But yeah, so I'm what do you have coming up? I don't know. Same shit. <laughs> Every week, Mr. Parker, and then 22 Shots. The Christmas episode's coming out this month. We haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> <laughs> What are you guys doing for your Christmas episode? I don't know. They, they, they voted on like three movies, and I think one's Calvair, one is a Silent Night, Bloody Night, and the other one is Elves with uh, Dan Haggerty. Oh, Nazi yeah. Elves. Well, yep. Calvair is terrible. We hated that. That's where the. I, I never seen Calvair. I'm pretty sure I, I like it because I'm perverse like that, and I like weird, gross movies, but 
Maybe it I, sucks. I, I don't. I, I. It sounds like it's up my alley. I've heard. It's about like it a years. flip of the switch of like a genre bending or a uh, gender bending type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard about it for years. It's one you of those movies I've heard reviewed like thirty-seven times. So it's just like I feel like I've already already seen this fucking thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, where can our listeners follow you? Uh, just YouTube, Mr. Parka, one word, M R P A R K. If you like what you hear, it's a weekly show I'm by myself or Twenty Two Shots. Blues and Whore on Spotify or YouTube or wherever. Well, right on, we man. want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and thank you again so much for joining us. Dude, this please, was so much fun. Please come back. Please come back. You're amazing. Yeah, it was it was really fun. I got to come clean, though. I was talking shit about Lacey Lou for rating Night of the Living Dead 3 out of 5 because I heard that and it hurt me. <laughs> I was upset. I got to come clean because I was talking shit. I don't want you to hear it. <laughs> Where'd you talk shit to? <laughs> uh, talk shit to? What? Who'd you talk shit to? Like, I don't know. It's just like she rated it a three, like JP or somebody, because that's all oh, I talked about. Yeah, they, that's they, your first no, fucking no, problem. No, they all got on me about it, but you have to understand that that was like a first time. Watch. Oh, I know, I get it. Yeah, like classic they, movies, you grow with them. Like the first time you watch Psycho, if you saw it, like you're like, I like. I mean, I liked it, but I didn't really have an opinion because I was too young. And then right. you grow with them over years. You either, you, you know what I mean? You gotta remember, I saw that movie when I was like fucking seven, and I've been watching it for thirty years, so it's you know, it's different. Like I remember the Tom Savini version more than I remember that one, you know. And I mean, oh, the only Tom part. Savini version too. I mean, a lot of people are like, I like, I like both versions quite a bit, but the original's just. I love. Well, it. like, and I, I don't think like when I was watching it, like I don't think like I was understanding like what it did for the time period, and you know, it had a very um, prominent. Um, person of color. Well, yeah, I mean, like context-wise, it, it, but I mean, if you're not like, it's just it's such a difficult thing to rate. Like a lot of people don't take in context or they don't know the context because there's a lot of Asian movies I watch and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I watch like five or six more <laughs> Asian movies and I start to understand context on some of them. You know what I mean? Right. But without context, you're like, I don't know what's happening and I don't know what's going on. Like, the way that I rate things, which I think people don't understand a lot of the time when they come after me, and that's why I quit rating them on my Facebook, because um, it stopped being fun. 3.5? Yeah, no, I was getting, like, so now I'll just say first time watching, now I'm getting ridiculed for that, but that's fine. I can handle that. But, like, when it comes to my personal view, like, if people actually care about what I have to rate a film, they'll listen to me podcast. Um, I'm not going to have you attack yeah. me. Like, you notice that on Facebook, you have, like, 8,000 friends and, like, 4,000 don't even know you. And you're like, why are you my friend? Like, people would be messaging, like, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, why are you messaging me? You don't even know who I am and I don't know you. Yeah, like, I feel like the people that actually give a fuck will, that want to hear my opinion on a film will listen to the podcast um, if they really care. Um, So I feel like they're getting, like, a sneak preview of when I was rating them, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, it's your rating, but I'm just saying that. I don't agree. <laughs> just like oh, you do with no, Jamie no, no, and Scream. I mean, like, it is what fine. it is, right? No, but that's fine. Um, but it is, like, my rating at the end of the day. And, I, I mean, I was just giving, like, a general snippet of why. Um, it's not something that, like, I was going to lose sleep over. My favorite is the people that come in, they're like, rating's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like, they don't give any reason. You're like, dude. <laughs> Okay, no. No, the worst is when they leave a laugh emoji. Right, like, who are you, dude? Like, and, and that brings up your point, Dave. It's like, why am I fucking friends with this person? But it is great, though, because there's a handful of people that that 
have fucking weeded themselves out, all the shitty ones, and all the great people, um, you know, it seems like we all stay pretty much in somewhat close contact. So I'm glad that our paths crossed with you, Dave. Um, like I said, it took a while to get us to actually do a podcast together, but man, it's been great to know you, um, you know, these last couple of years, and hopefully we can do some more podcasting in the future together. And I honestly look forward to it, brother. Yeah, it was fun. We had a lot of laughs. And we got a good movie, too. I'm glad we didn't get Like, I'm telling you, that Home Alone <laughs> movie can't be worth shit. Not that I'm even at. Like, I don't want to watch Home Alone unless it doesn't. It has Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, and fucking uh, Macaulay Culkin in it. That's not Home Alone. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, that's Derek who's got that one. So we'll Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> he seemed kind of excited about it, though. I'm excited to watch it, but I'm just, like, I can't wait to... um. Just do more like half baked quotes with Derek because that's apparently what we're gonna do on this episode. Well, uh, we want to thank you again, Mr. Paca, for joining us, and we yes. want to wish you and your family a very merry Christmas. Yeah, merry or Christmas. Or merry Chasemas. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Happy motherfucking Hanukkah. Don't you cheer me out of some uh, DVDs. <laughs> I mean, I'm not selling it to him for twenty bucks. I'd rather burn it. No, that's you should. Like, be I'm that kind of person. Went back up to sixty, bitch. Thirty, please. <laughs> yeah, I just I'll fucking. Put, I'll just, in my PayPal. <laughs> I'll just fucking smash it on camera like fucking Christian. With that. <laughs> like Christian. Oh. Yes. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us, Dave. We really hope you come back. And uh, for everybody who's been a part of this one, stay tuned for the next twelve days of Chasement. Ho ho ho! Why do you sound like you're dying? I was just now. Little up, where have you been? Naughty, naughty. Hey, that's right. Oh, the naughty you. Keeping me from my rounds. I'm late as it is. Now stay put. Don't go anywhere till I get back. Understand me? Nice.
Ha 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 